All right, let's see here. This thing looks like it's recording, so we'll put this down. Spent a little time getting uh, Paul Habit, Dr. Habit, back up to speed on all the things that happened while he was up in the airship minding his own business for the last two episodes and missing out on Amazons and pirates and giant insects and collapsing temples and cities of ape men. And uh, luckily, we st we're still in the city with the ape men. So you haven't missed that much. There's and still have a pirate. Yep. And you still have a pirate in case you have any pressing questions for William Flint, the Pirate King of Flood Bay. <laughs> Which I think he says at the end of every sentence. Vince's first <laughs> first thing there in the last game was, my character is an inveterate liar. I should have a bonus for detecting his inveterate lies. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. I roll. is like, nope, apparently he's not lying. Or he thinks he's not lying. <laughs> so he's either, he's either crazy or he's the Pirate King of Blood Bay. Now, he has copped. I wouldn't say this. He copped this. He's been gone for... He measured his time away with his beard. He's like, I've been gone this long. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm still the Pirate King or if there's been a coup while I was away. It's kind of Darwinian over there in Blood Bay. So... But he still likes the title. Well, he's officially... Well, who wouldn't like yeah, the title? Well, exactly. And we could take him on tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. We can exhibit him. Say he was frozen in the ice or something. At first. Yeah, the naked hairy apes will pay a lot to see some <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, admittedly, um, he's the least impressive thing you could bring back from the Hollow Earth. Some guy. A man with a beard! <laughs> well, he cut, yeah, and he cut most of it off. He reset his watch. Um, that was the other thing. That nice, was less interesting. Yeah, that's a lot less man! <laughs> a man from Hollow Earth who's. Really from our world. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. Uh, the other thing that was hilarious, I thought, was, uh, were, you know, there was something about, you know, how do you tell time in the hollow earth? And I can't, you know, uh, he says, oh, well, no. he says, some, you know, he says, I've been in the, I was in the prison and I was uh, drifting on, on a life raft for this long. And he's like, well, it must be tough for women to tell time. And he's like, no, women have much more accurate <laughs> clocks than men do. <laughs> we, women are, we, we tell time by the women's cycle. Yep, and there's plenty of, there's apparently, he says, plenty of cultures down here who do. Blood Bay, it's a title. They, they tell the time by, they, they, it's midday, mid-tide. Oh, yeah. Know, first Blood Bay. Oh, yeah. So. But, um, anyway. But if the sun doesn't move, do they still have time? Oh, <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of blood. <laughs> well, theoretically, the is affected by gravity from our moon. You're right. So, uh, regardless, we, uh, when we last we left our heroes, they had managed to steal a giant crystal out of some building that collapsed on top of them. We steal it. We recovered it. Sorry, recovered it. Uh, it's since, glowing. Since Mr. Uh, uh, Gellin is not with us, uh, then uh, Dr. Uh, Mayweather will be ensconced uh, studying his codex, um, which he is most interested in. Um, and uh, you are left with the um, uh, a damaged portable home drive and a crystal about the size of a cantaloupe. And yes, it does indeed uh, glow. Um, in fact, it wasn't glowing very much, and they fiddled with it, and it glowed more, and then the building fell down. Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure there's a connection. <laughs> no, never. No, but it does glow more. Yes, I recharged it for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's either that or it's unstable. It's about to explode. We're not sure which. It's somewhere between charged and the fuse is lit. We're not we're not sure uh, 100% sure which one it is, but it's somewhere in between there. Um, 
What else do you want to know before we get started? You got kind of the, the there's there's again we got Roman em, imperial apes, Amazons, pirates, mole people, mole people, Vikings. We we encountered mole people. He's, we haven't encountered them. The pirate just told us they were there. He said that the that there's all these people who are like half beast. Um, that there are various tribes and 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 settlements of uh, beings in the Hollow Earth that have animal components grafted onto them, and he thinks it's. He thinks that they are former slaves of the Atlanteans uh, that were designed to do specific tasks, like the mole men were for mining, and maybe the gill men were for getting stuff off the bottom of the ocean, and the uh, hawk men for, were, I don't know what, but right now they're all living in that floating city. Wow. Yeah. Um, but there's, uh, there's like there's a reptile. all kinds of hollow earth action. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a reptile race as well. He doesn't know what the hell they're for. But, uh, yeah, there's all these sort of Dr. Moreau, I guess it's a little, well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Island of Lost Souls would be out by 1936. Dr. Moreau and H.G. Wells yeah. was a thing. So calling them, you know. So is Flash Gordon. Yeah. So calling them a Dr. Moreau thing. And, yes, the Hawkman City is right out of Flash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, less shiny, more rocky. But, yes, according to them, it's. Um, but we're the only, probably the only people that can come out of that city from above. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say that Flint did say that Flint is familiar with her technology. Plenty of stuff has turned up in the Hollow Earth since he came in. And, I mean, he was living in an age of steam and percussion cap weapons. Um, so he's familiar with the technology, but he's, you know, the, the, the highest technology that's currently available besides the Atlanteans is kind of a black powder and sail, wind power, water power technology um, that's at Blood Bay. Um they're, it's 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 still sort of 1500 1600s uh, flintlock black powder it's not that there aren't people who don't know theoretically how to build cartridge fire weapons but getting the fulminated mercury uh, you know casting the the shells you know um, it's easier to build black powder weapons that are just ignited from a, a flash pan in the flint and things like that so the majority of the of the weaponry is still just black powder mus- musketry as opposed to, although there are plenty of pirates who are wandering around with, you know, uh, 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 Thompson, but they've only got 30, 40 rounds for the thing. And then, it's, yeah. then, it's, then it's a really pretty club. So what are we trying to achieve at this point? That's a good question. I mean, we, we, we've gotten away from the Nazis, apparently. That's always the first good step. Or good first job. Oh, I mean, my, my, my first real step would be to build a laboratory and spend the rest of my life working on this stuff. <laughs> you don't even care if you released your findings, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you just want to know everything. That's a problem we're having with the game. It's adventuring. I've got animals to study. <laughs> well, some of us well, don't have this problem. To the I'm, I'm thinking about I'm not going to the Airy. You're not going to the Airy? Also, we have to collect artifacts. I have this whole skill of art. And appraisal and figure out how much stuff is worth. Well, what do you think of this crystal? The producer skill. So on the way to Blood Bay. Yeah, that was the thing. He said, "I'd get you to Blood Bay." Oh, so Blood Bay is in the Hollow Earth. Yes, Yes. it's in the Hollow Earth. He says he's like, "I built it. I made it out of a pirate community up a fjord, so that the nasty bastards from Atlantis Atlantis can't blow it up." Yeah, it's too far inland, but it still has access to the sea. Well, if he's really the uh, king there, maybe it's a place to hole up and use as a base. Well, that was his suggestion. If you bring your airship back to, you know, bring me back to my kingdom, um, you can, uh, you know, you can, uh, uh, as long as you can pay your way, uh, you can 
dock there. There's food, lodging, trade. What coin do you take? Or a calcum. Which is why we have gold. Five pounds of it now? Mm-hmm. You guys pulled about five pounds of arakalkum out of the two kilos of arakalkum out of that one pillar. Yep. His, um, it's sort of a, you know, the city is like a, a sort of Darwinian capitalism. There is a certain amount of order so that people can continue to do business. It's, it's okay, you know what? It's fucking Deadwood, I guess, except it's huge. It's a, you know, if there's order, it's because the shop owners on the street pay giant hulking mean people to murder anyone who looks like they're about to cause trouble. Uh, when people can't pay the way, they're thrown over the walls of the dinosaurs beyond. Um, unless you get a job, unless you're doing something, you are not welcome. All the raiding and pilfering and stuff that these guys do, it's outside bloodbank. I mean, yes, everyone will steal from each other when they can, but it's, there's, you know, it's... it's uh, Small scale. It's pretty um, crime. Yeah, it's pretty crime now, you know, because nobody needs the chaos. Um, sometimes there'll be a fight, say, between gangs on who's going to control this dock, like maybe, because individual docks are run by gangs, and everyone who ties their shit up up there pays a fee, and they keep your ship safe, at least from everyone else but them. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes gangs will fight for a dock, but nobody does anything that's going to wreck the dock. In the process, you know. Um, so again, it's it's very you know it's 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 uh, I want to say it's Wild West, but um, uh, it is completely Darwinian capitalist sort of arrangement. So two points: one, if we go there, and he really is the pirate, the pirate king of Blood Bay, are we his next uh, captured ship? And then the second point is, if we stayed there for any amount of time. Wouldn't we attract the attention of the Atlanteans who would come over and destroy it? The Atlanteans cannot get to Blood Bay. It's, because it's in the bottom of a very sharp fjord, and their island will not fit into the mouth of the bay. Yeah, they can't get close enough to damage. Yeah. Uh, to, they, have, they have weapons that can reach out from the island. Um, they have some sort of thing that makes storms weather control. They'll smash a place with a, a tsunami if it's on the coast. They'll, the Atlanteans? The Atlanteans okay. will. And uh, then they'll fly over in their discs and finish off anyone who's, you know, digging out of the mudslide or the earthquake or the, the tsunami wreckage. Blood Bay is up a fjord um, that is apparently, the fjord is apparently long enough and deep enough that uh, it makes it outside the range of their weaponry. Uh, the island just can't go, any, it can only go where it fits. And uh, uh, Blood Bay is, is the largest of these pirate communities. On, because they've never been forced to move mm. uh, by or, or been smashed by, by uh, and plus uh, the Atlanteans aren't really scouting around it, you know, very far. It's it's really uh, whatever runs into their gun sights gets shot. They're not uh, the the, the no one can tell whether the island moves with a purpose or with a okay with right. a schedule. I'm I'm convinced. The, the next thing that we have to sort of take into account is then it seems like we should arrive with a devastating show of force. Do we so, have a devastating show of force? Depends on how long it takes us to get there. I got <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm all for arriving with the devastating. I still want to claim I'm a god. 
Uh, he does want to arrive with a devastating show of something. <laughs> might be forced, might be a trained monkey. We don't know. I mean, <laughs> just a devastating show. The one problem with the hum drive, which is normally an advantage, is that it, you know, it's awesome force. Sounds like a thin whine of a mosquito. <laughs> so, would you would you rather something that uh, sounded like those uh, sirens they tied onto the Stuka dive bombers to make that terrible noise? Yeah, something. You just so build that, a little siren. Maybe since it's fueled on sound, we could just turn up the volume really loud to a microphone, and then we could go, "Bow down, booby," and then it would you know crush their cities and. Oh yeah, Vincent Price did that in Master of the World. One of my yes, favorite airship he does. movies. And he's got an airship, sort of. Yes, sort, not even sort of. It's Absolutely clearly an airship. Clearly an airship. It's got giant gears my and everything. favorite airship ever. It's called the Albatross. Well, let me know what you think I should build, and I'll start trying to work on it. I, I'm just a poor, humble zoologist. At this point, you know, <laughs> Flint's like, look, I don't know, this city that we've arrived at, I don't recognize it, but, you know, and I don't know how to get back to Blood Bay exactly, because I was shipwrecked and lost at sea and then the amazons you know kept me in a hole for a couple of you know a couple of fingers with a beard so i a couple of fingers with a beard yeah you're gonna let that stop you <laughs> a couple of fingers worth of beard it wasn't the best sell um had a miserable view um but uh you know so he says the, the, he sort of showed them how to make the oracalcum compass in an attempt to if we just keep going back, you know, keep going from one of these or calcum deposits to another, maybe we'll see a city that I recognize, and then I can, you know, uh, dead reckon back to Blood Bay. All right. Well, I'll go start working on the damaged portable generator. Okay. And we can just have him navigate us towards where we need to go. He's the one that broke it. <laughs> I thought there was a centipede. It's cosmetic Wait, damage. I heard there was a centipede and or a rock. Uh, <laughs> there was definitely also it might have been broken when you picked it up and <laughs> yeah. no it was definitely working until the centipede attack it was the centipede attack knocked us down and um, a lot of the building was shaking and falling and yeah. one of the rocks hit one of the rocks hit the pack and one of the rocks hit the professor yeah I did not bring a centipede back on board as a sample. They're horrible. <laughs> is the professor broken? Uh, he's, got a, he's got a bandaged head, and he has been bandaged up, and he's all like, oh, the pain. He's doing his Dr. Yeah. Smith impersonation. Oh, the pain, you bubble-headed booby. So, um, but he's happy because he's curled up in his nest with his precious... Precious... Language. Precious <laughs> codex. Oh, that's your codex. So he's... Mm, okay. Not to, that was not meant to be a reference to uh, Felicia Day, but all right. He's curled up with his codex. Um, and uh, so that's what we'll be doing with him for the rest of the scenario. question is, um, uh, how long do you guys want to stick around in this ruin? Do you want to explore the other sections of the ruin? Or do you want to just sort of... Uh, uh, I don't know, Mr. Producer. You seem to have a keen knack to find these things. Is there yeah, you're else? the one who wanted to poke around here in the first place. Did and you we get found the these. Are there any other places that you can see? That's interesting. I, um... I get out these binoculars. Get out my binoculars. <laughs> and leave me alone for a little bit. I need to... <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me a uh, uh, perception roll. So are we just at the base of the... Okay, where are we now? So basically what you are is you're on the one bank of the river... Uh, are we in success. or out of the airship right now? Right, hold on. As far as I know, you guys are on the ground. Uh, the airship is tethered, uh, again, by a steel cable 
over this section of the ruins. At the bottom of the cable is the uh, one of the hum drive engines, one of the four hum drive engines is down there, and it's turned on to a level that keeps everything away, uh, keeps all the animals annoyed, it keeps them away. So everyone on the bottom has to work with, if you're downstairs, you're working with uh, the earplugs. earplugs. But no, the no cable... It can be can be spun out to be more so that the airship is more than thirty meters away from the the drive. So mm-hmm. you're not not everyone has to wear. Uh, people. So um, uh, the basic idea is that people on the ground were last time I checked, you guys were trying to uh, spit roast some Velociraptor. People were trying to smoke some yep. meat off the critters to, oh. to load up on supplies. Yep. Um, and once the portable thing was ready, there was going to be an attempt to refill some of the water. Uh, maybe refill some of the ballast on the airship uh, as well. Um, right. Uh, this was our stop. Was let's refuel and regroup. See if there's any. Uh, see if there's any uh, fruit bearing trees down here that you can pull some giant uh, colorful mangoes that were painted by the nice people from the props department, <laughs> so that it looks extra futuristic. You know. Wonderful. Yeah. A nice um, via ruby red. That's three so guys coming back to the airship. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now and again, I mean, there just there's, there's going to be up and down during the process. There's going to be a, a I would have at least brought the um, crystal up. Yeah, the crystal up and the broken. Oh, crystal's going to get yeah. killed. No, it's not. It's, everything's fine. Yes, calm down. What could go wrong? It's Probably a, not. It's just a piece of alien technology. All of a sudden, Atlantis shows up. <laughs> and we have something technology. to trade them now. It's Earth technology. <laughs> They're presuming a lot about these Atlanteans. All right, so um, uh, they, after all, they have saucers. Where else could they come but from out of space? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who else has saucers? I mean, except for Leslie Nielsen in Forbidden Planet. Brought the, I personally love the idea that... Lost in space. <laughs> well, that's another one. Damn it. I love that, they, that we're traveling around in saucers as if that's the only appropriate shape for outer space. It's why the aliens show up in them. Yeah. If we want to go anywhere, we're going to have to get in saucers too. You know. I'm going to uh, stay away from the crystal. Um... So, uh, as yeah, as, possible. If it, as far away as you can on board the airship. Right. Uh, so, uh, as far as people, you know, they're, they're you know, obviously, um, there are still some people who were uh, in the crew and in the um, uh, film and airship crew who were in the process of, uh, you know, helping out with the critters and uh, uh, skin, gut, smoke, collect firewood, you right, know. Right, right. Uh, and the good news is, of course... The this area of the uh, island of the city, should go on. The island is in the middle of the river, but this section is very overgrown, so it's not a problem hacking down, you know, tree limbs and whatever. It's just that your smoke's very white. You know, there's not a lot. You know, the the the, the, the there's there's plenty to burn over here. Wood, but yeah. Um, but uh, so as far as getting trying to smoke your velocity your velocity jerky or whatever it was working on. Um, that's not going to be a problem. The question is, you know, uh, once you've loaded up on supplies, do you guys detach and just simply move off or try and get to the hopscotch to the next or a calcum deposit, the next city, or do you... Um, do I have any thoughts about this? Yes. Or a calcum deposit. Uh, now, you just rolled I did you a... I didn't know you guys knew where there was more alcohol no. or calcum. We don't. Oh. We used the little... That, that's how we found this city. Is we used oh, the right. Little, you're using the... The deposing rod. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. All right. And my divine inspiration. 
There's that. Let's check out that. I'm thinking about story. forming my own religion. So did we actually just take out all of the orichalcum from this area? No. 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 So why would the needle just keep pointing at this area? It, it does. We'll have to get far enough away that it'll point down to okay. the next nearest one. For it's while, probably got we... lots. We yeah. Should... We could think about grabbing more. Yeah. Now, yes. Use orichalcum for ballot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you realize that no. that involves throwing it overboard. I, Unlike I, the ballast of ships, where you just pull it in and so it doesn't rise. As long as I can pull more or come aboard the, the ship, the happier I am. Because right. this stuff is It's valuable. crazy. It does crazy things when you uh, sonically it. adapt it. Yeah, it does. We've um, all tried to sing to it. You know, I haven't tried to sing to it. I wonder if my art, my showmanship... You can go ahead and sing to your or all right, so hello, my baby. So, what's your perception again, sir? Your regular perception. Role. My regular perception is five, and I got one success. Okay, um, you're not picking up anything this time, but you burned some uh, 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 hit points last time to increase the range. Uh, the non-lethal wounds, not lethal wounds. Um, which, by the way, uh, take that non-lethal wound off of you uh, come the next day. Okay. Um, you lose one uh, non-lethal wound goes away. Actually, all your non-lethal wounds go away. If you've got multiple ones, poof, they disappear. Uh, if you've got a lethal wound, which I think you did, yes. uh, you lose one of them to just overnight. Overnight? Okay. Yeah. You sleep, you wake up, you're like, huh, that thing that I felt like a chipped better. bone in your spine seems so much better. Huh. Well, let's, just, let's think of this just generally. Is there anything cool looking down there that we might want to Loot. There's some uh, naked hairy ape men. There is some naked hairy ape men. Um, and you're still thinking about that taxidermy exhibit on the Nazi island, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not going to taxidermy one of those. Do we know I have magic- a whole dinosaur skin here. Do we know a magic word for the orcalcum, by the way? Nope. 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 Uh, some, We're hoping some... that that, you know, codex thing that he... Had had some Bad pronunciation because we can yeah. read the words, but we don't know how they're pronounced. Have we ever seen your orcalcum change shape according to magic? Yes. Well, mm, not when a... you guys filled it with fiddled with it with the sound, it reacted like what'd you call it? Um, you know ferrous. the ferrous liquid. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. You know how when you wave a magnet over it, it does all those weird forms. That's like that. Yeah, I'd experiment to try. Okay, that's a uh, famous last words. That's... <laughs> Are you going to do that on board Stand the airship? Stand back. I'm going to try science. Fair cool. enough. Cool. All right. Uh, but um, you're not picking up anything, Vince. That thing seemed to have been calling to you. All right. Well, that's, that's just a term of art. Certainly wasn't actually calling to you. So I don't, do I see anything that just looks cool down there? Like, um, or is it all just pretty much ruins? Uh, you're seeing a, a lot of... Uh, 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 this place looks like it's been... Uh, pretty well stripped on this side of the river. Um, give me a regular perception roll. I was throwing some minuses in because of the uh, the other skill. But let's just go ahead and... Two. You think that there might be some... There's some shiny stuff on the other parts of the aisle, particularly the middle aisle. Well, it's filled with eight men. Uh, you're seeing some shiny inlay in some of the uh, stonework over there. Maybe it's orichalcum. Maybe it's not. But it's shiny metal. You can see it. sort of see it from here. Look, shiny metal. Kind of filled Ooh. with eight men. I don't want to mess with the eight men. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Or we could go to Blood Bay. Blood Bay. Everyone's up for Blood Bay. All right. 
Unless we have something pretty sure, I don't care. Alright, uh... I would like to continue toward Blood Bay. Alrighty. What's this experiment you have in mind, sir? Um, I want to take a piece of orichalcum. Is it a mad experiment? No, it's a very reasonable one. <laughs> Says the guy who wants to arrive with an overwhelming show for us. Ah, everything I do starts from reason <laughs> and goes into a logical extreme. <laughs> I want to basically weigh some orichalcum, like create a sample piece of orichalcum. Yep. Hit it with the hum drive to turn it into this fractal pattern mm-hmm. and weigh it afterwards. Oh, that's a creepy suggestion. Um, I will oh, reward. I will reward you by telling you that. Uh, hmm. That would imply that its mass changed. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking, how does it turn into a sword? How does it turn into all these things uh, with the different mass? And and does it have sort of intelligence? Have we seen it, it turn into a sword? Well, uh, somebody what, told me that. What's his name? That I hadn't seen it. Oh, but that. Yeah. Billy the pirate. Yeah. Uh, oh, and that was the other thing. Uh, Billy the pirate. Oh my God, he's Billy the pirate. <laughs> uh, Bill. Uh, did say that earlier that one of the things that you know people asked him about was, hey, what about this weird? Have you seen an eye in a pyramid symbol with a you know twisted Mobius sort of strip around it? And he's like, you know, shape of trying to say, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those guys. Hmm. Um, they're, they're like characters. they're like uh, uh, sorcerers or something. Um, he says they know uh, they they'll they trade they trade for Arcalcum, and um, that's the thing that they're most interested in. They also. Um, they also hire um, ships to carry uh, 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 messages and packages around to some of the other communities in the uh, in the Hollow Earth, um, uh, and they uh, they're well known as Orichalcum Smiths, and that they he has seen them change the Orichalcum into various shapes. Uh, in one case, turning it into a a sword blade. So here's the, here's, here's the reasoning. Let's say that mass appears or disappears. Mm-hmm. Huge implications. Let's say it doesn't. Or calcum can still be used as a sail, right? It just goes into a very, very thin density, right? If you can kind of alchemically change it into anything, yeah. suddenly we have effectively something that could be the density of lead that is then turned into whatever we want at different densities and different thicknesses. Yes. Hmm. Well, certainly, uh, here's the bad news. Um, the bad news is, yeah, you uh, fiddle with it with the sound device and it jumps around on the table. Uh, occasionally, literally jumping off the table because the weird, you know, sort of ferrous liquid stuff happens on the bottom side of it as well as the top, unlike mm-hmm. actual ferrous liquid. And, um, yeah, you fiddle with it for a while and you come up with multiple different densities by mucking with it. Or multiple different weights on the same volume. Right. You know, yeah. you, you know, um, uh, at one point, you actually reduce it to a mercury-like liquid, you know, um, and uh, yeah, but it, it, so it still has a very it has it has that um, it has surface tension. It has uh, it, it holds together, you know, um, but it actually weighs differently. It weighs differently, hmm. yeah. And yes, you could use it to do things like make, make make an airship <laughs> make an airship out of our calcum cloth if you. If uh, if you can just figure out the right song to sing to it, mm-hmm. yeah. But what if somebody? What if it, an air raid siren goes off and all of a sudden it just swoops back into being a brick? Then you have a problem. There, that would be a problem. Uh, on the plus side, the um, the plus side, you would on the plus side, so the, the kind of uh, weird sonic levels that you are using mm-hmm. uh, with the hum device uh, are so off the. 
Uh, some of them are off the human range of vocalization. Um, they're, they're, uh, they're, there's very little that you're throwing at this thing that's getting a reaction that is actually stuff that would be able to be cap- capable to be produced in the natural world. Sure. Yeah, it's advanced science. Advanced science for these so Atlanteans. The, chan- the chance of you going along and somebody says, you know, Afghanistan, banana stand, and that's the sonic component to make. Achoo! Yeah. <laughs> to have the, the oracalcum and the ship change shape. Yeah. Heaven forbid you built the airframe out of it and suddenly it turns into a brick or something. Yeah. No, Wade tells me a whole lot of nothing. But. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't don't be expecting this to all line up quantum physically because this is pulp. This is science. By this is science in in broad strokes, baby. But at least there has to be a, like a reason. Like ether. <laughs> I'm sure there's some ether somewhere. Don't yes. leave, leave it to me. I'll come up with an explanation. Even if you have to sit in your lab huffing ether, <laughs> you'll come up with an answer. My game scenarios uh, are all powered by ectoplasm. <laughs> there, there may indeed be some plasm in this, whether it's ecto or octo. There'll be plasm. So, so are we sending off our blood bag? I think we should. All right. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we can like steer the ship into like preferably. Oh, we don't get a sunset. <laughs> you really don't. We can get like off to Blood Bay, and you know, there's there's that shot where we kind of curve, and there's like the sun kind of breaks over one side. Well, but... we can wait until it's really cloudy and use the clouds to our advantage, so that we can like dip below, so it looks like the sun is actually setting. I guess we could aim at the sun and then just tip to one side, and we'd get the sun break off. Anyway, <laughs> this is what we get for taking movie producers and actors into the Hollow Earth. <laughs> <laughs> to Blood Bay, I, could you get in the bow and shout that a few times? Hey, to Blood. It's going to take you a few days to um, actually manage to smoke the uh, the raptor meat. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> and, um, Smoking the raptor meat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what. I don't know mean. what that means. It's just, I, I know you wanted it to be dirty, and I don't think it was as dirty as it. it once I kind of got it out there, it really didn't go anywhere, did it? No. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. No. <laughs> no. So, uh, it'll take you a few days to do that, but once you are done uh, with all that nonsense, um, you find that, again, you are talking about, you know, your crew is, uh, you're just not having enough casualties. You've still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, plus the, uh, you have 14 people on this airship, including the Pirate King of Blood Bay. Uh, 15, if you count Paris the monkey. Which I know some people do, but I refuse. Until she learns how to make a martini. Paris She's is just, just not a, a person. That's okay. I'm, person. Training her to, I'm training her to pick pockets and steal things. In fact, well, yeah, give man. me another roll on your animal handling skill, please. Animal handling. You have some sort of... Um, I have animal, animal affinity. affinity. Yes, that was the one. And for... I have empathy. Animal handling. Yes. Ha ha. Uh, three plus six. Is that a six? I don't know. I My think rating it's a three is. Plus... So I need to roll five. Right? You need to roll five. Yes, your your rating is. No, no, no. No. What? Your rating is three. Uh, base is three plus three. Nine. Six. Yes. So. Yeah, I, guess. I can't read my writing is the problem. 
Yeah, hold on. Let's see here. Let's take a quick look at this. Here, if your average is four, let's see. I'm super three. good at it. Let's just give me all the dice. I know. Animal Mephidity <laughs> gave you some bonus here uh, on animal handling. Um, basis three, six. Okay. So it looks like uh, so that, that should not be a five. That should be. Pickpockets. That is true. I think that should be an eight. I, that would completely redeem the monkey in my eyes. The if monkey. It, if it would bring you a key to a lock just once. Or just pickpockets in general, maybe shiny oh, things like what I'm working on. Necklaces, pocket watches, keys. All right. If we ever locked in a cage, that monkey better be fetching the key. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm trying to I understand. All right. So let me try one other thing. Let me check that animal affinity thing. Against here because I'm thinking, yes, sorry, right? Plus one, all right. So, yeah, it should be. So, I'm thinking it should have been seven. You should have seven dice for this, is what that should be. Because you have, three, yeah, I have seven dice plus three plus three plus one. So, here's uh, two threes, two twos, and a three. Alright, four. four. Um all right. You have been so far, I think you this is sort of where you were in previous uh, uh basic successes. Um you have been able to teach uh uh this animal to do tricks. Alright. This the the monkey can now do things like, you know, uh in exchange for the Scooby snack, it will, you know, run over there, bring the thing over here. Um, uh, uh, you're, you're getting in that level. Uh, Good. You Good. haven't quite gotten to the point where you could like train it to, again, uh, make a martini, uh, to make it, to, to do a job, but it is actually responding to you getting it to do, uh, simple, simple fetching tricks, things like that. Roll over, play dead, um, hey, yeah, yeah. uh, beg possibly. You're not you know. training them to beg. <laughs> They're not like men. <laughs> 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 well, so we go back to the Amazon place. <laughs> Clearly, we removed you from the Amazon uh, fortress way too soon. All right. However, your food supplies now on board the ship have been pushed up, mostly because um, Sergeant Major Thapa knows something about. Uh, curing animals for eating them um, uh, has been pushed up to. You guys have about fifteen days worth of supplies. You started off. All right. You had ten, I think it was for the people on board. We're in business. All right, um, let's go. I keep telling myself I need to actually sit down and describe a uh, what do you call it a uh, 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 the, the interior of the airship so we can like. Put your lab in cabin A and yeah. somebody else's uh, stuff in cabin B, but we we'll, we'll get that we'll eventually. Get um, we will get there. All the cargo I will note is all hung above you in the keel of the airship. Right. You know. Um, uh, now um, you've been out. Uh, or actually, when I say f- ten, fifteen days. What I really mean is forty-five meals. Right, because um, we don't have days, but yeah. uh, we'll be if, fine. If anything, you're telling days by, well, I'm hungry, I guess. I'm a third of the way through a day. Um, we have clocks. 
uh, the uh, hum drive is still being. Uh, uh, is yeah, still, we have watches and such. Yeah, uh, is still uh, performing as advertised uh, by the good doctor Habit. Uh, but um, uh, one thing that sort of. Um, uh, oh yes, the damaged drive. Time for you to apply some mechanical skills. Also, uh, how would you like to spend your your experience points, or have you done so already? I haven't. I figure I'll do that after the game time. Okay. There may be more experience points to spend. But there are things I do want to build. Okay. Um, uh, what do you like to get? I would, first of all, repairing the drive. That's going to be based on your mechanical mm. crafting skill. You have some sort of... Um, I have craft mechanics. Yeah, that's what you want to use. Okay. How many dice you got there? Six. All right. Hold on just a second. While I pull out... I can't ever help to think that many is better than fewer. just feels like i got more chances. That's exactly right. Well, well, no, it's exactly not correct. Yeah, that's not correct. <laughs> two threes are a better chance than six ones, just because of how many sides are on each of them. Well, theoretically, each one of these dice have been set to be, you know, this is the equivalent of three. This is the equivalent of three. three dice, yes. Right. Oh, would you like to, you actually like seeing more dice? Really? Yes. Okay, I get, yes, I There's get nothing that. nothing so heartbreaking as right. rolling two threes and getting zeros. And I think, <laughs> ah, why did I have more dice? Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, but there it is. No, I, I completely, I completely understand. All right, go ahead and fire it up, please. What do I need? Uh, let's see. Because I got an average of a three. Um, to repair it, yeah. uh, go ahead. It's got, it's taken. Here's what it, it, it did. It took uh, four hits. Mm-hmm. So um, you can partially repair it one day and fix it by day two, or you can um, if you just take your average over a couple days, mm-hmm. or you can um, uh, take the chance of of not getting any progress today. Uh, every success you get is one piece of damage that is removed. From I'll the just go ahead and roll the dice then. Okay. Four. All right. You do get it repaired. You are unhappy with uh, the dent in the uh, exterior, of course. It uh, mars the ergonomics. It's cosmetic. Mm-hmm. But uh, you do get it back up and running so that uh, you test it. Boop. Pass out. You know, everyone keeps coming in, passing out until the whole airship's knocked out. So I went to the battery runs down and. Somebody's able to come in and turn it off. I want to build something All right. that is uh, mostly mechanical. Mm-hmm. It's basically a combination of a little balloon using sort of the same hydrogen as the Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's got a extension cable that you can use to control the orientation of the film camera I want to mount on it. Ooh. Oh, I see. You want to get an exterior shot of the airship? Yeah. All right. I feel like this will keep the out of my hair forever. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> All no right. one else has this. All right, here's what you can get away with on that. Um, here's a couple of options. Uh, and you do have, sadly, uh, some of the materials here on the airship. It just involves, you know, well, it's got three braces. It'll need two. Right. You may have to cannibalize some internal components. We really need in the three front. latches on the door. Yeah, you may have to uh, uh, cannibalize Hinges. some internal components yeah. of the airship, uh, including drain off a small amount of the hydrogen. Um, and I don't know. Right, once I get this orichalcum thing licked. Yeah, yeah <laughs> once I get this orichalcum thing licked, don't lick the orichalcum. That's that's just one of the rules. Um, but uh, 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 there is. 
material on board the airship for repairing the gas bags, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and there is uh, uh, some cylinders of extra hydrogen, compressed hydrogen on board. Um, you are eating through those supplies, uh, naturally, but you think that you should be able to come up with uh, a volume uh, of how much hydrogen you're going to need to lift this camera, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the only problem is, is that, uh, of course, it's one of these situations where the camera can be wound and then set, and then it's released, and it, then it turns on a spring. To, right, right, right. You know, there's hand-cranked ones, but there's also ones that, they, that I understand it, that they wind up, and they, then they turn on it just until right. the spring runs down. Um, so uh, your biggest, uh, your, your the obstacle to overcome will, of course, be to find a way to trigger that once you get it out to the distance you want, and then... Oh, I figured this is, I mean, this is actually a pretty crazy amount of engineering because I also want little control so he can change the orientation. of. So uh, it will be a blind it. shot. And then you just look at the film right. that you develop it at a photo mat, <laughs> which you'll be arriving at any time soon. Well, no, so I figure we got chemicals on board this thing to look at the... If you uh, get to I the... I don't think we can you know, develop it. You can't, we we have a dark room on the Zeppelin. We can make one, but you don't have any chemicals to uh, develop the film with. On yeah. the other hand, I have no problem if you get to Blood Bay. If you want to unleash the scientists on the chemistry list of what you would need to develop film, you know. Of course. Um, I, have, I, have, I have no gripes about that. If you're like, well, we're going to need to develop this. I need some photographic plates or something. You know? Yeah. Some um, sulfur and stuff. No, I know. Sulfur is what you use to shoot the Gorn with the cannon, full of, the bamboo cannon full of diamonds. I don't think sulfur is your basic chemistry. Remember <laughs> your basic chemistry, Captain. <laughs> Jesus. Here's what's depressing. Did you find this on the internet or did you just draw this? I found it on the internet. Oh, my God. This is actually the... I want to say this is the... This is the cabin from the... It's not the cabin from the Grab Zeppelin. Because it comes to a point at the end. I tried to find a blueprint. But that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I printed good. out of, of... Well, I felt like that kind of... This, the the one work, kind of magnet, again, like you've got, room, you've got like steering, a, navigation, the yeah. Funkenraum, which is the, 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 the radio room. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the kitchen. Kunchen, uh over here. Um, kind of a rec room area. There's there's a big uh, main room. There's a washroom. This is probably going to be Excellent. your airship. That'll be yeah. fine. Um, this is print probably that out be... and bring it to the next game. Well, yeah, absolutely. We'll just have to print this out, and everyone's going to have to double up in there. Who gets the? Who's sleeping with the uh, pirate king of Blood Bay? Not it. Not it. Well, not it. it's 1936. You know that you and the the. The only other female on the damn airship are sharing a cabin. Yeah. End of story. You and the monkey. You and the monkey. Well, frankly, all the the monkey and Evelyn the script girl. All in the same damn room. And I've got to have the big dramatic cabin with the globe and the bar. (laughs) I think that's called the... I think that's called the... the, the, Your cabin is actually the common room. (laughs) That's what it is. There's just a divan. There's nothing common about this room. (laughs) Just always here having to drink. How is he still yes. conscious? Don't know. No one does. He there's, passes out after dark. It never gets dark. There's <laughs> technically two first class cabins, so you probably took one and he took the other one too. Yeah, yeah. The other one's his lab. All right. Laboratory. It's, it's that's laboratory. Laboratory. Angel is for my lab. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, that sounds like that looks like a good actual uh, uh, basic area for the airship. Plus, again, there's the uh, spaces above 
the gondola, which yep. is where all yep. the cargo is and whatnot. Um, but uh, all right, go ahead and give me a uh, a roll under uh, craft mechanics. Uh, this sounds like the kind of thing that you're going to have to get over a period of time. Something like nine successes. Uh, so it's not going to be something you're going to be able to throw together in a day. But let's go ahead and get start knocking successes off your list of things to do. One. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, don't worry. I'm sure you at that rate you'll the uh, balloon you'll... repair kit. Congratulations. Tomorrow right, is another day. <laughs> You will not thwart me, Super Bowl <laughs> camera, or whatever this. <laughs> so it reminds me of those cameras that they roll out over on the wires that they now roll out over the field at football games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The... That's what we're basically trying to do. I'm not telling anybody about it until I get done. And okay. I'll say I'll put this. I went this together. Yeah, <laughs> I do this together in a couple of hours. Genius that I mentioned. Genius. Um, all right. Uh, anyways, uh, the uh, as you guys tootle over the. Uh, Two away from uh, this latest, the city of the ape men, I guess we'll call that. Um, there's apes in it, and it's a, it's a city. It's sort of a city. Um, you guys, uh, the ruined city of the ape men. Uh, eventually, the Orichalcum. Uh, uh, what did we call it? Um, oh, churro. The churro calcum. because it was shaped like a churro. <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly became the churro calcum. Stops pointing behind you and uh, begins uh, sort of waving around. Uh, new target. Looking for a new target. All right. Let's see here. Now, did we go back out over the water, or are we still, like, following the river? Uh, well, that's a question. Do you want to, uh, in directions heading away, do you want to go uh, follow the river? Yes. Because again, well, the river. Do we? And then the question is, do we follow the river upstream or downstream? Because downstream is going to lead to the water. Well, we're going upstream. We're following the river upstream. Okay. Certainly, we didn't follow the river from. Or if we're looking for Blood Bay, should we be following the coastline? Well, he says, um, though. Yeah, that will be. That's a good point. Um, (laughs) Flint goes. Well, you can follow the river upstream. You know, um, uh, but. uh, on you know what you're going to find up there is well you're going to certainly find places that haven't been curb stomped by the Atlanteans recently, so whatever's up that direction you know is going to be, uh, uh, you could find something relatively well developed in terms of you know local settlements. It's sun. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Is really that what that is? Huh. It, it really wasn't looking that way when I got up this morning at eight it's, o'clock. It was oh. looking freaking miserable. It's nice and bright out because the Seahawks are losing. Is that are what they? The I was is? just about to look at the score. What is the score? <laughs> the score is currently nineteen seven with. Oh, that's uh, not bad. Actually, uh, with like five minutes to go. Ooh. In the last quarter. In the last quarter. Ooh. We're not going to win. No, I don't. So we're not going to the Super Bowl. Nope. Nope. Not at that rate. We're not. <laughs> yeah. Go Seahawks. Oh well. I have a soft spot for Green Bay. I'm, I'm thrilled with any team that's actually owned by the city, so there's none of that nonsense about, we're Moving. taking our team and leaving. Fuck yep. you. It just means that everyone has to play in that shitty Green Bay <laughs> stadium. It's open to the elements, you know, where people have to go, and it's like Stalingrad with a different snow. <laughs> <It's horrible. laughs> it makes I them love- stronger. It's, it's, it anneals them. It's like annealing a, 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 a sword in a furnace. 
only the exact opposite. Of so the should we go along the coast or up the river? Uh, he is, well, Flint says down the river to the coast and follow the coast. Flint says, "Yeah, you're not gonna. You know, the, the, your best shot is uh, to um, stay on the coast for Blood right. Bay. Yeah. yeah, stay near the ocean. We don't want to go out over the water though, because the Atlanteans might show up. Well, uh, if they do, we should leave. Um, That's the plan." He says, you know, I'm not sure how fast their island is. He says, um, certainly it wasn't, when we when I saw it, it wasn't coming towards me, so it made it a lot easier to outrun it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was not headed towards my ship. Um, you know, so I, I certainly hope that, it, that this contraption of yours is, is faster, this Sky Galleon. That seems like... Better name than contraption. Yeah, <laughs> Um, certainly your Sky Galleon looks like it could, uh, it's relatively swift. You can turn off these, these noisy devices and make it go faster, right? Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. I like the sound. All right. Makes me remember the swamps of my youth. <laughs> you had swamps in Switzerland? <laughs> Are you sure you're Swiss? Wait a minute. Am I talking to this pirate captain? <laughs> he knows so much about my background. No, that was just my comment. No. You, you would like to tell him about the swamps of your youth. Please go right ahead. Swamps Edelweiss. They sing that in the swamps. It's the part they don't make movies in. <laughs> there's, there's the ugly section of Switzerland that nobody, nobody doesn't talks have, about. Doesn't have chocolate or, or um, cocoa no, or, or clocks. No, it's where it, monsters live. Here right. there be dragons. That it's it's right under those words that is on every map. So um, let's see here. All right, all right. All right, you guys uh, head out, and um, the question for you guys I have for you guys is: uh, There's you're going to fly over a ton of stuff. There's going to be times where you're going to look down and see um, uh, bits and pieces of uh, Atlantean hardware sticking out of the ground. Um, and we'll so leave far, it up to our intrepid producer to tell us whether or not we should investigate these. Atlantean hardware sticking well, out of the ground? Well, when I say hardware, I should say, you know, there's going to be ruins. Uh, you're going to see things like ruins. You're going to see things like mares. Um There's going to be a lot of damaged stuff that's just smashed I presume that anything Rubble. really good would have already been looted. Um, anything close? Yeah. Or yeah, remember the stuff you got was you you, you knocked all. One of the reasons the place collapsed, I think, might have been. Oh yeah, that hole order, we knocked in the floor. In order to get to it, they had to knock a hole in the floor with your sonic pistol, <laughs> and just kept hitting it until it, it the, the floor collapsed. Shots. And they're like, "Well, let's just go down here." And then, then, well, yeah. Comedy ensued. Physical comedy <laughs> ensued as the rest of the building collapsed. They're, they're the best archaeologists ever. <laughs> and just fired a sonic cannon at it until it it, it, it paid off in, in codexes and crystals. We pulled a mask of Fu Manchu. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> at least they didn't use dynamite in the movie. That's, All right. But, um, yeah. Uh, okay, so we So see... my question is when you, when you run across this stuff, and you will, and I'm talking about things like, you know, oh, look, there's a giant head sticking out of the jungle um, that looks like, you know, uh, it's the size of one of those Buddhas in Afghanistan, except it's like, it looks like uh, a combination of one of those creepy Olmec 
heads. Ooh, you know, I like this. Um, but with uh, those heavy. weird crowns and beards that you see all over uh, Sumerian and Babylonian carvings, they got mm-hmm. those big, long, sort yeah. of tall, conical crown hats and those big, you know, thick beards full of the ringlets, you know. But you'll occasionally look down and see something like that sticking out of the top of the, the green hell that is uh, the ground down there. Well, um, my question is, is like, do you, uh, is there any intention to intervene uh, over, oh, look, some more dinosaurs. Oh, look, some more dinosaurs. Because that's a constant factor. No. I'm, just, I'm just curious, uh, what's the kind of thing that's going to make you guys stop if you see a sailing ship, if you see uh, cook fires coming out of the forest, if you see signs of a habitation or civilization, what's going to uh, have you guys uh, stop? Um, or is it going to be, or are you just going to sort of bypass that stuff for the time being? Major ruins. Lost cities, major ruins. Photogenic ruins. Maybe a sailing ship Mm -hmm. would be interesting. All right. Well, you guys are uh, definitely cruising along the coast. And as I said, you've, 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 you, you came across, you've come across some things like. Well, we have to stop from time to time just to film random scenes from the movie, right? Yeah. If there's those in motion, if there's a giant. You know, uh, stone head sticking out of the jungle. You can orbit the airship and crank off. Yeah, fair enough. You know, a minute's worth of film, uh, filming the giant head. Um, certainly, you guys have run across things like you know, uh, uh, a pair of snapped off feet the size of, um, uh, of you know, the size of a house uh, on a on the edge of a cliff, and you know. <laughs> Uh, perhaps a snapped ankle sticking out of the surf somewhere, but there's, you know, there's there's some spots where it looks like you know the Colossus of Rhodes didn't fare so hot. Um, you come across uh, stuff along the coastlines where uh, you can catch the hint of uh, things that might have been Mount Rushmore into the natural stone of the sea cliffs, but it's eroded and collapsed into the into the sea at this point. Um, there's things like that you come across quite a bit. Um, the uh let's see here. Um but let's keep you guys moving in the right direction because that is the plan. Alright. Um all right. Cool beans. So um uh, the airship tr- cruises along at its probably 40 to 50 miles an hour uh, cruising speed uh, for um, what goes on to be uh, another 10 days. Um, 10 days? Wow. Well, uh, and what happens, this so is we because. We still have five days worth of food. Blood Bay is a long way away. Um, what happens is at some point, um, uh, you guys come across something. It's like, oh, it's the feet. I recognize the feet, says. You know, um, Flint, um, that's, yeah, everybody, everybody knows about the feet. Well, that's the snapped off base of the statue on the, on the, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, 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 that's a, that's a good navigation point. I can completely get us the Blood Bay from here. And you guys, again, zip off, uh, at, uh, Hindenburg speeds. Uh, and sure enough, I mean, it's 10 days at Hindenburg speeds, which means, um, you guys are literally going around the world. I mean, Hindenburg crosses the Atlantic in, I think, two days. Oh, yeah. Um, 
That was three it's, and a half. It's right? like three and a half or four yeah. days. I, I've, yeah. Along the way, I think I'm actually going to adopt his plan mm-hmm. and rig one of the hum drives to be able to put out a screeching noise. Okay. So I'll use right. one of the. I'll use like the pistols to actually shoot people while I'm tripping the screeching noise. Okay. So they'll think, "Oh my god, it's a terrifying death ray." How we could use uh, the monkey scream. We could put Paris through the megaphone. <laughs> Why do I have this image of you putting a cigarette out of the monkey? Yeah. <laughs> I would never harm Paris. Yes, he would. I might sacrifice Paris, but never harm Paris. Right. I was thinking something less animal and something more atonal. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, uh, on the course uh, of going over there, like I said, you you have passed some, you know, there, there are... You're finding cities that the Arakalcum, the Truracalcum points at. Um, and I'm presuming that you guys, somebody, because Sean was attempting to make maps by drawing stuff on our on our oh, yeah, tabletop yeah. here, uh, that there is some, still some attempt to sort of vaguely map, and then we went yeah, here. and we're, 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 we're mapping. All right. Um, as best you can. So at least you know your way back. Should you ever need to get back to the, you know, Nazi sure. island? You, you can always retrace our steps, can't you? Don't you have the... Yeah, with your map. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, Gellin's character, Gellin's character, uh, Dr. Um, uh, Mayweather. Mayweather. Mayweather actually has some sort of uh, directional sense, so he's always like, it's over there. Mm. If, you've been there if you've been there, you know, he's like, well, it's over there. Well, the map says we have to go all the way over here and then all the way back. He's like, no, just go over there. No, just get up. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, that's a useful skill. It is very useful. It is a very useful talent, especially in the hollow earth. I wonder how a guy who never gets out of the lab knows how to do that. Um, uh, regardless, uh, something he's not telling us. You guys get, uh, eventually um, hmm. find your way to where you're looking down, and you know you're seeing. Um, actually, let me see how many days this is. Let's just roll two dice. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, so it is not ten. I should say eight days. Uh, still quite a distance if your uh, uh, if your speed and airspeed is all holding up correctly. You've gone something like yeah, well, uh, it's going to be over a thousand miles at this point. I think um, probably yeah. But um, someday I'll actually use my calculator. Regardless, you guys start seeing ships um, uh, down there. What do they look like? Do they look um, like covered ships? Are they old-timey galleons? They are indeed old-timey galleons. The oh, my God. Uh, I apologize. You've traveled. If, if my calculations are correct, uh, you guys have probably traveled something like 7,000 miles. I was just thinking 50 miles an hour, 24 hours a uh, Let's say 40, which is the, you know, sort of nice, nice, easy speed for this thing. So we've gone across a continent. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, you've crossed, this is like twice the, 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 the width of the United States. It's like uh, you've crossed an ocean. You've seen plenty across of islands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you've seen, uh, well, maybe the narrower spots in the yeah. Pacific, but. Nevertheless, uh, including downtime for things like maintenance, where you had to take the engines offline and uh, things like that, um, you are starting to get to where it's like, hmm, we're gonna really gonna need to start making some uh, more hydrogen gas 
that is your biggest problem right now. Um, once you get the Blood mm-hmm. Bay, if yeah. we want to get beyond Blood Bay, we're going to have to find a way to separate oxygen and nitrogen from water, or we're going to have a real problem. Lightning. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to know where I'm putting my experience points, it's chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, um, you start sealing, seeing sailing ships uh, below. Um, the, the, the first one you see uh, looks basically like a... Uh, 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 a, 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 a tall ship. It's uh, like a ninth. It's like a late nineteenth century um, sailing vessel um, with uh, you know three masts, um, like a, a, a. I guess you call it a brigantine. Is, it, is, the, is the technical term for it? You know, it's one of those narrow hold, but it's a cargo vessel. You know what I mean? Um, looks a lot like like maybe the uh, what's the Coast Guard trainer, the Eagle. Does today, you know? So they probably sure. have food and supplies. They probably have all those kind of things. I figure we just get when we get to the city. Um, oh, I was thinking we could just. If raid we find any of those pillars <laughs> prior to getting to the city, yes, let's raid them so that we have more auric alchem to. Oh, the high up stuff. Yes, I totally agree. All right. When we say raid, do we mean taking it from people who it belongs to? No, no taking no, 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 no. it. The auric alchem. No, we're looking for the pillars. Because oh, we tie off okay. to the pillar and then go chip out the orichalcum. But right. way up high where nobody could ever get to it before. Okay. And they're all like down low where it's all gone already. So we so, actually have a really good supply. Yeah. All right. Where do they put up those pillars? Well, they have a lot of orichalcum in them. I suspect they're a navigational tool. I think that they used to have a lot of orichalcum in them so that you could guide your ship along the coast by the, following the lines of pillars. Weren't they the gateways? I mean, well, the gateways did have stuff. that. But they were finding these. That was on top of that pyramid, um, and it had more of the stuff. Why would you use orichalcum to build something like that instead of stone? They were inlaid orichalcum. They're stone pillars with, um, and in fact, one of the things they found out is like you you can see the orichalcum shot through into the stone. Yeah. And there's the surface orichalcum, but the stone area that's cut out that holds the orichalcum is actually like a rhombus shaped hole it's uh or actually it's like a six it's like a squashed hexagon like this so that there's the surface and then there's our calcum that's actually goes shot into the stone uh, so that the stone comes up and looks like this that's the shape of the channels that the orichalcum runs through so you're seeing this orichalcum that sticks out between the two you know the two edges of the stone but there's it actually fills this space underneath hmm. So people have come by and chipped all that stone off and pried the orichalcum out. Like um, that? Yes, exactly like that. Um, so the orichalcum comes up to here and fills this entire channel. Yeah, and those channels wrap around the, the uh, markers. Um, the current working theory was that they're, they're mileage markers. Or defense system. Yeah, well, yeah. so far it has another uh, defense exact. system too, but everybody's like, no, it just follows the... Right, but the orichalcum, right? You say the word and it like springs forth yeah, into maybe. a weapon up top from it. <laughs> he's already planning how he's going. What's the command for death ray? Be a death ray. <laughs> well, death after, after your comment about the Atlanteans, now I'm like wondering. See, so now we can totally build an empire network here. that's just been taken offline. Who um, knows? A lot of the a lot of the cities that you're seeing range. Uh, from looking like they were abandoned and fell into ruin, and there's some that looked like somebody smoked them. Um, one of the things about the Amazon 
city was. It wasn't a city. It was like a fortification built on a section of ruin. Because the city, it was like a, a, like a big octagonal-shaped walled structure with a bunch of buildings inside of it. And it was right on the edge of the coast. And right down the middle of that octagonal, you know, and the walls are like four or five stories tall. Big. Much bigger than medieval walls. Uh, the whole st- the city was cut in half, and half of it crashed and crumbled down to the bottom of the of the uh, uh, sea cliff. And the Amazons were living in a section where they built a new wall out of the rubble, and were living in that section with the big walls facing the jungle. You know? yeah. But out to sea, there wasn't that much. There wasn't the same kind of walls. It was just what they had constructed out of. And they'd built some stuff so that they could get down to the beach and whatever, and get down to the uh, some docks that they'd built at the foot of the cliffs. But they were living in there. That one looks a little bit, I mean, that one looked like a natural disaster, maybe subsidence. Uh, sure. Torn it off. But there are some that look like they're smitten. I'm I mean, just thinking you don't build a nav- smashed. You don't build a navigation thing with like part stone and part orcalcum. Not expecting to transform that orcalcum into something later. Interesting theory. Hmm. Thanks for giving the game master an idea, which he clearly had the whole time. And is not at all is not at all ripping off the player characters for their idea. I was thinking it was a force field generator, or it could actually be a retractable like chain link fence. Okay, I had, hilarious. I had thought about that. But chain link is ugly. They'd have to be kind of close together to do that. Right? It would be pretty awesome. <laughs> it would be for, you know, they, it's not a chain link fence. It's a monofilament wire fence. So people run through it and just dice themselves. It's like, <laughs> so one molecule thing. This way, boys, whop. <laughs> fall, through, fall through on the other side as a pile of cubed beef. <laughs> so we asked Captain Flint, how yeah. far is it to Blood Bay? Uh, he says, uh, uh, we should We're be starting. there today. All right, starting to see food. ships. Now, um, now he, he even identifies that ship. He says that's the Kolbenhaven. Um, Are they fair folk, or should we rate them for their stores? Well, they're, they're, they're <laughs> fair folk. We're not going. <laughs> what the hell is fair folk? <laughs> no, you just, mean like elves? <laughs> <laughs> he says you can try. If they're not elves. We should rate them. <laughs> you mean like elves or small dwarves or? <laughs> Like um, nice people. <laughs> are, are they nice people or we should we steal their stuff not. and kill them? Are they square dealers? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, they were Flint looking. says, uh, you know, the Copenhagen is one of the more ruthless uh, and uh, brutal uh, crews of the Brotherhood. I wouldn't necessarily pick them as the first people I'd go up against. However, they were loyal subjects of the Pirate King, so um, did you ever get that device fixed so we could yell down at people from way up here? I could make nine rolls since we've been flying along. That's true. Go ahead, and get, go ahead and get eight days. Let's go ahead eight and get, days. It's seven more days. That was your first roll. Did you build a speaker? What? That's two. two? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing successes. I'm doing days. Right. So five. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Three. Three more. Three more. Three more. Are you so sure? That's a five. Uh, four more. Nine. Four more is nine. Okay. Yeah. That's and all you had to do. So you so, you were able to to use the you know make your your your, your engines also into a loudspeaker system. So, so, we, have PA so we should change the name of the ship to the Rober or. Yeah. 
Well, that's only if you can find a way to make it travel underwater, on on land. Let's just no, call that didn't it go underwater. Oh, Robert the Conqueror, that's Robert right. Robert the Conqueror, no. Let's just call it the Icarus and be done with it. Oh, dear. No. That's a bad plan. Daedalus. Daedalus. <laughs> Daedalus does... Daedalus fares super better than Icarus. Yeah. Let's, let's call it the Stay, stay Aloft. Like, <laughs> we had more fun, really. The ne- right up until the end. So I hand, uh, more, the, I hand the Never Crash. We're just going to call it the Never <laughs> Crash. The never Titanic crash. of the Sky. <laughs> Skytanic! Skytanic. There you go. What could go wrong with a vessel named the Skytanic? Nobody bad. Uh, I hand the, the captain the, the, the microphone for the first test of the audio broadcasting system. Yes. Um, I get to broadcast the double event, double bladed adventure hour <laughs> over the city. new market. <laughs> Just fly over the Hello, city. friends, and welcome to the double bladed adventure hour, 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 hour. <laughs> we just look it up. It's like the aliens show up to Earth and they're flying saucers. In the Did first the Seahawks win? Is... Minute twenty five left, and it's now twenty to nineteen. Who is who? Seahawks are at twenty. What? What? Well, how they what? How they come back from that? That, that that's what I, 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 I want. Seen people go three touchdowns in five minutes. Yeah, so yeah. Likely. You've heard about the Heidi game, right? But you know what? Yeah. On <laughs> onside kick, uh, interception. Hey, hey. Jesus! All right, awesome. It can go like, either way. Holy crap! All right, I guess go Seahawks. What the fuck? I mean, we, we're not going to burn the city. If I, we do win not, or lose, I do not. I do not have a horse in this I'm getting fucking tired of that. I, I should buy another jersey so that I, you know. Am associated with the proper force. Well, let's see who wins. <laughs> Show first. your yes. Put on your uniform. Make sure you're not beaten. In, in case they think he's wearing green, he must be from Green Bay. You know, when there's a <laughs> faction running up and down the street. I was imagining it like Italy and like the Borgia era with different factions running around, <laughs> yeah. battling in the streets, stabbing each other in the eyes for wearing the wrong colors. The Seahawks bravi. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> the Seahawks bravi. Oh my god. All right, so um, you uh, he calls down to the ship and uh, um, awesome. speaks awesome. speaks uh, in what sounds like some uh, hard to understand. Well, I don't know. Uh, I'm oh, he's speaking Middle English. Let's just go with that. Yeah. something sort of English esque. Yeah, it's English esque. It's not the English he's been speaking to you guys. Um, it's fine. Um, the uh. Uh, uh, the conversation is not carried on uh, carried on via um, <clears throat> uh, them yelling up with a loudspeaker. Yeah, we can't um, hear what they're saying, can we? No, we can just yell uh, down at them. He yells down, like, "What ho! The pirate king of Blood Bay, Captain <laughs> Flint, has returned. Declare your loyalty." With the big booming, this should be pretty cool. Now, the Copenhagen, you know, like I said, they can't yell up at you. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. uh, or at least since you guys are like, you know, a couple of hundred years. You know, last time I heard you guys were cruising around at an altitude of about a thousand to fifteen hundred feet on on general average. So that's a long way. Um, but with the giant sound system, it's it's kind of cool. Um, however, what they do communicate with is the standard communication system of the time. They raise flags. Yeah. And um, the uh, uh, these 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 flags go up, and 
Flint's like, hmm, that's not good. Huh. What they say in the flags? Um, yes. Fun with flags. So about um Blood Bay. <laughs> about Blood Bay, Uh-oh. which you just sailed across a giant continent to get to. Yeah. Um, and you're almost out of hydrogen and running out of you know fuel and stuff like that. And well, not fuel, but lift gas, and you're down to a week's worth of food. So about that. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't appear to be the pirate king at the moment. There appears to have been some disagreement oh. during my absence. Now I don't. I suspected we can make a monkey pirate king with our weapons. <laughs> I suspected <laughs> something. Like, and this is how you Paris? get a reputation as a mad scientist. <laughs> we can make the monkey king. Look at these guns <laughs> we've got. About fifteen hundred feet. Uh, all right. Uh, take he's like, down. yeah, that, that, that uh, yeah. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm interpreting what they said. So I'm just going to hold on, hold on. I'm going to double check with when I, I get the mic. I've never I use the mic- King microphone. <laughs> so about uh, that not being parking thing. Uh, that's two blinks for yes and one blink for no. Whatever the equivalent is in Middle English. Um. He says, well, seriously, uh, I'm, I'm, and he says, I'm interpreting what they said, uh, because I'm not, you know, again, they don't have a flag that says, uh, you know, who's king, or yeah, who's king. but, um, basically the signal that I'm getting from downstairs is that, uh, <laughs> uh, I should not go back to, uh, if I show my face in blood, bay, I'm a dead man. Uh, so that's the door. Hmm? Nothing. Beg your pardon? <laughs> is he near the door? <laughs> well, he, technically, I suppose he is. He's like, so, um... No, we need yeah, him. I have we to, do him? Yeah, he knows, he knows who the players are. He knows where he's things are stored. He is a value. Yeah, no, he's going to be incredibly useful. Because, I mean, our next step is to take it over. Um, he's just like, uh, yeah, so I'm... Totally... I love this guy. <laughs> He says, uh, no, not the not the king anymore. Uh, if I show my face in Blood Bay, they will cut it off. Or at least no. uh, so some folks who are clustered in this airship. Yeah, we, you no, don't I have can't, to leave the I ship. I can't set foot down there unless... Um, we should tell him that they're now part of the empire of being the Merciless. <laughs> He'll never know the difference. <laughs> Ooh, I know a guy that owns that costume. <laughs> he collects Flash Gordon movie memorabilia, and he has like a, the Ming the Merciless costume with a bunch of the guns. Like the is real that one? the one? From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one that was showing it? That, that was actually on display for a while at um, Cinerama. The Cinerama. That was I, a Flash Gordon might, movie Merciless. It might be. And now we're talking about the 1930s, right? No, oh, we're talking okay. about the 1980s. All right, that's yeah, the De Laurentiis brothers, wasn't it? Oh yes, yes. The one that Yodorovsky still takes credit for. One of my favorite customers. One day he brought in the uh, harvester from from the David Lynch Dune. He's like, I just brought this in to show this to you guys. This is a miniature from Dune. It was awesome. (laughs) Oh, my God. We clearly live in the right town. Now, I was thinking of this. It was (laughs) was the Charles Williford 1931 or whatever the guy's name was. It was... Who played Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the Max von Sydow. Um, No, no. But it was still the big... I know exactly what that. What I thought, like. what I thought when I saw it on display at the center ram was how cheap it looked. It just looked like a bathroom. Uh, yeah, that all somebody that stuff is super had sewn cheap. some lightning bolts on it. It's like, really, the the emperor favors a terry cloth. <laughs> when I went to the Star Wars costume exhibit for the first time, yeah, comfortable. Emperor Palpatine's robe, 
big comfy blanket. Basically, <laughs> basically a Snuggie. <laughs> the Snuggie of the future. It looks yeah, so nice. Yeah, the emperor of the known universe. You just go commando. <laughs> Morning, noon, and night. Pants are no longer part of your world. Princess Leia's dress was made out of this really cheap polyester fabric. Oh, and the hem was sewn in with like brown thread because it had come out. And it was like, oh, this is so awesome. I love how great these look on film and how cheap they look in person. Somebody was telling me that they got the, the some the, like a you know super digital <laughs> DVD of uh, of uh, congratulations. What was that? Uh, is it tied? Mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe we should turn the TV uh, on. Football actually, crazy crap. Football is actually enjoyable. Yes. I will yeah. say that. Should we take a short break to watch the last couple minutes of the oh, game? Oh no, because if it's no. tied, it'll take another hour. Oh, okay. I don't know Whatever. how these things work. They might go into overtime, I guess. Overtime. I they could can do that. turn it on in the background. No, let's not. No, okay. okay. So, so uh, we're gamers. I, I think, <laughs> damn it. And when I say it, I could turn it on. Game. I don't know if I could those <laughs> channels, actually. Yeah. All right. I have a player we're question. Gamers. Sure. Play? We're gamers. We we're, don't turn on our foot. gamers. We don't Come, watch the game. We live the game. Come back to the game. All right. All right, we're in the game. Are we still going to Blood Bay and just going to keep the pirate on the lowdown? We have to go to Blood Bay. We don't have enough to to create our. our, We've got to have a place. Yeah, you're right. We got to have a place to shack up. And I don't see any other. And it would be nice to go talk to these people that have the pendants to see if we can learn anything about the Elric Captain. And we have the former head of, of. uh, blood Bay here, so I think we should just put him back on his throne. And would it be wrong to sell him to? That's him? a great idea. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great idea. That's not the best idea I've heard. You definitely want a friend on the throne of Blood Bay, don't you? We don't sell human beings. A friend. I was saying that that would be a bad idea. I was saying, do we want to do the smart plan, obviously, or, <laughs> or the insane plan that no one would want to do? <laughs> I think when you just, just I, I think when you said smart, you meant hard, and when you said insane, you meant easy. And I was like, and Flint's like, no, I completely understand wanting to go with the easy option. Well, I don't tell him that. I, you know, so okay, well, here's the question: If we're continuing to blood bed, and we're going to keep Flint a secret. Do we have to now blow up the Copenhagen? Why so would we, we want to keep it a secret? I don't know. Flint's coming back, and he's coming back. And a ship flying in the air with this booming voice of doom. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should let the Copenhagen get back first so that we can add a little drama. Yeah, we could. Except for the fact of our hydrogen. Which way is the Copenhagen headed? Is will, it headed into uh, or out of port? That's, that's a good question. question. Let's say... Um, <laughs> How question. defensive... What are the defensive capabilities of Blood Bay? Um, hold on a second. Oh, yeah, we'll odds, odds the Copenhagen's on its way out. All right, Copenhagen is on its way out of Blood Bay. It's not All right, we got plenty of time then. Um, that I'm sad. Bad. I would have liked for them to go back first. Oh my God, he's coming back, and he's. We can always find another ship to to yeah, yell at. To we'll, yell we'll, at. we'll stock down another ship, and this time we'll have our speech ready. Yeah. Um, he's not asking who's and, in charge. Uh, he's announcing he's coming back, and woe to anyone who is not ready to kneel. And let's have. Um, uh, Flint also sketch out the fortifications and now, defense. Now, Flint does say yeah. he knows the captain of the Copenhagen, and he knows, you know, he's familiar with the crew. They are, they were certainly an allied ship in his, you know, in his uh, uh, organization, but they weren't a ship that was under his control. All his ships currently and their crewmen are all resting at the bottom of the uh, hollow earth into the sea. So, right. oops. Um, so what if gracias we of the gracias of, well, thanks to the Kriegsmarine. Or how how nice is the ship that we're looking the the Copenhagen? Well, the Copenhagen's only been here 
since uh let's see what was the year they left uh it's it's uh he says they've only been here since 1928 it's a it's literally a ship crewed by uh it's a, a bunch of danish uh naval cadets the ship vanished in 1928 at least there's our army um, there's like a, there's why like don't a, we wrangle them into starting our you know originally there was hour. a crew of 60 about 60 of them <laughs> oh god for once I have everybody on this let's take over plan usually uh, everybody's like you're mad they, they've taken on other crewmen since they got here they've lost people mm-hmm. but you know there's about 80 men on board right now who do they serve currently or are they a, a singular ship um, they're still serving the same captain they came down here with Okay, so, but that captain's not... Is he allied to, to a faction? Is he allied to he a faction was, He was closely allied to uh, my faction. So, if we go down there... in charge now, you'll notice he's not... He's leaving Blood Bay. <laughs> you know? Yes, but he uh, could be going out for an expedition or whatnot. All right. Sure. Why don't we go down and talk to him if we don't like the... If we don't like... We can always just go to Blood Bay and let them go on their way. You know, as far as uh, what weapons they have, he says, um, that ship had some, you know, when it, when it arrived in the hollow, you know, when it arrived here, they had a uh, some modern weapons on board, okay. but it wasn't a warship. It was a training vessel for sea cadets. Um, and it's not like they're meant to fight things that are in the air. No, and uh, since they've been down here, the captain had to, you know, retrofitted with... Uh, you know, some uh, be bartered for cannons and whatnot, and um, you know, um, uh, the uh, actually, actually, this is what I this is what I understand they've been doing. You know, they they have they have, you know, sure they're the Copenhagen has not been a warship for the most part. It has been a hunting vessel. They're doing the dinosaur version of whaling, uh, and the, you, people still get oil out of those carcasses, just like they get oil out of. Uh, there's a there is a whaling. If you can call it that, industry in Blood Bay, where the plesiosaurs are hung up and All right. their cool. fat is rendered, and you know, uh, sweet. I can't wait to see that. You can't wait to smell that. You mean? Oh yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's much closer to the mouth of the fjord, the the the, the, yeah. the whaling station, with its okay. forest of bones and um, uh, plesiosaur carcasses and ichthyosaurs and whatnot. Um, All right. So we should definitely. Do you want to? Should we talk to the Copenhagen, or should we just sail on to Blood Bay? If we talk to Copenhagen, we can find out what the situation is in Blood Bay, as far as who's in charge and what's going on there. Our surface fleet. Yeah, no, we have to go down. We have to give up ballast to go down because we could get say ballast. Gas. Uh, no, we're not going down. Well, we can just shout down, become right. part of our no, fleet, or we'll blow you up. Oh. We have to go down sometime. Don't worry, you will. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, we, let's, we're, we're running low on gas. So we should go to, I don't know, I don't know. I don't think there's going to, we're going to find a bunch of nitrogen just laying around. No. Hydrogen. <laughs> hydrogen just the, laying around. Nitrogen is right now in your lungs. Right? Yes. As you speak, you've got some nitrogen. Hydrogen. Um, the hydrogen, he's like, well, you know, the hydrogen's on all... Flint doesn't know this, but the hydrogen's in every, everywhere you look in the water. So you just, just got to figure out some way to get rid of that pesky oxygen in your business. Yeah. Um, uh, what you need to do that is you need time and a facility and a way to generate electricity. 
Um, and if we got, use salt water, we might end up with some chlorine gas on the side. <laughs> we can use That's that to take better. over Blood Bay. <laughs> but this no, is why no. I haven't wanted to do it all. And there's sodium. Because the, the NACL was split into sodium, which blows up on contact with water, and chlorine gas. When we could throw those down yeah. from up above. If we Sodium would take out, out the ships. That's what they make that. That's what we go to. The, that's what we go to the area with. Is we just throw chlorine gas at them. Wow, you guys are already planning genocide. <laughs> wow. No, just gas war. How far? <laughs> how, we spent too much time with the Nazis. Is what clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Blood Bay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like certainly, and if we lose the battle and have to flee, all we've done is ruin it for the Nazis when they show up. And they're like, "We've come to the, we've come to have some negotiations," and the locals just open fire. <laughs> Why is it all so hostile? I suspect player characters have been so here before. Us. I, I think, ah, mein Gott, kill murder hobos. Mortar, mortar, hobo. I think you <laughs> say murder hobo in German. I don't know. Uh, mortar hobo. <laughs> what murder is? Um, I it's, th- it's literally mortar. M O D E R with like an umlaut over the O. Mortar. Mort- so I think we should actually go down and talk to him. All right. I mean, it's gonna suck. But how do we we're get talking back up? to talking to the Copenhagen. But we still got more. Like this isn't the, the rest of our stuff. I assume. Well, you're uh, you're uh, if you. Blow out your uh, gas to get down to a low enough level to make a uh, to make a landing. Well, we don't um, have to make a landing. We just have to get close enough for a shouting. Um, then you're still, you know, hundreds of feet up. Right. Let's say um, six hundred feet up because then I can shoot them. Um, effectively. <sighs> okay. Uh, if need be. Uh, if need be. <laughs> the um, uh, the uh, you can you, you want to get down to a low enough level to actually have a conversation with these guys. That's fine. Um, to get back up to yeah. a back up to say fifteen hundred feet, uh, that's blowing out some more of your water ballast, and then you know you're looking at let's say two more descents before you won't have any more ascents. Perfect. Two okay. More we'll need. Bring her down. <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> I feel much more imperial up here in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it's it, like re- Ming the merciless sinks a little. Ming the really angry sinks a little bit. <laughs> Ming the crabby, and then by the time you get to the Ming the slightly seasick. <laughs> <laughs> Ming, I'm perfectly willing to be reasonable. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Ming, it's just a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right. a bathrobe. I think we gotta get sewed lightning bolts on. I'm not right. going down. Not in the face. Not in the face, face and I can't swim. I'm not not going aboard the ship. I don't think we're even going aboard the ship. We're just getting low enough to yell at them. All right. All right. We wish to negotiate your surrender. Is that what we're starting with? No, but I think that the captain's going to get information about um, to see what's going on. All right. Why why the captain? Why not the viscount? Well, they, because uh, they, they are actually friendly towards the captain. Well, yeah, says, they uh, know the captain. He says, well, they know you know, captain. How, and how's I'm your, just a godlike being coming out of the sky. How's your Danish... So anyway, who's who's? How's, <laughs> how's, your, how's your Danish and your pigeon Middle English? I Pigeon Middle English, I'm pretty sure, is a no. And I doubt that I speak Danish. I, I probably speak French. Maybe some of the dirtier bits of German. There are a lot of dirty bits of the German. And... Weirdly, probably Turkish, but I, I don't think I speak... It's not that weird. <laughs> well, there was a phase in World War One when I was young and, you know. Uh, 
and draft age. No, I was I was a boy spy. Oh. Haven't you guys read my backstory? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I forgot about the part where you were a boy spy in Istanbul. Hmm. It was Constantinople back then. That's a good point, eh. but it's nobody's business but the Turks. All right, so... Um, the Ottomans at the time. Hey, um, hey. Okay. I can, I can just advise the... Uh, I think the Seahawks just won. We're lost. I just heard was a it, scream. Was, was that, I'm pretty sure they just scored. Shit. Yep. I know, I just heard. Just did you not hear that? I heard the howl. I heard the howl outside the building. Yep. That was oh, hilarious. Well, the, 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 oh, it, yeah. If it is, is you it can an hear overtime the screaming right now? It's an overtime right This is what Zeta is going to be like. No, no, when the, when no, the no. hordes of zombies are coming, you're going to hear them down the block. It's probably they just won. The Seahawks just won because they scored a touchdown in overtime. Which yeah, yeah, means yeah. The first one to score wins. No, so. no, 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 no. The, both of them get a, a, a first try. Mm-mm. You get a. It's the first to score a touchdown. If you fail to score a touchdown and just score a. Field goal, then you, then the other team gets uh, in. Gets they probably chance. pause the they, recording for this they, part. They yeah. flipped that a couple of we'll years edit, ago. So we'll edit, edit this part out. Back and forth. Yeah, we're going to edit this up and down the street. Yep. I don't know. I, th- I think people would be amused by the fact that we're we're here at Ground Zero as people are howling in the streets. <laughs> Either they won or there's a zombie outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, the other. zombie outbreak Maybe just happened to a I just got done watching fourth season of uh, of Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> You've got uh, too many windows. Locking the door's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, we're going to. Windows are fortunately raised up a little bit. So, so you'd have to. They have to be taller zombies, and they'd have to reach. So, this is the first team to do back to back. As long as you put thought into it. What? As long as you put some thought into it. I, I, yeah. I, I don't follow they, the entryway sports is at all. Much a death I'm just trap, amazed that they've gotten. My building is because when I arrived in the, the city, they were a, they were a they're diaper. Yes. So they were the team that everyone pooped on. Like they were the double raise. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get a really good draft pick. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's how you suddenly get a powerhouse team. Well, yeah. but see, here's the thing: we didn't get a we. The powerhouse team was the 2005 team that went to that Super Bowl. Okay, so we're we gonna going yell to down at the Copenhagen now. All right, sorry, back, sorry. back to the Copenhagen. All right. So, um, all right. Uh, Flint goes ahead and yells back and forth these guys in their weird Middle English. Uh, sort of. Here's what we want. Talk. What? Well, let's decide what we want Flint to ask before we just let him start. He's like, "Don't worry, I'll, I'll." Yeah, actually, I figured Flint would actually know what. It's like, all right. It's like, if you just help me kill everyone on this airship, we totally get to have it for our own. <laughs> um. So, so but, but, it doesn't. It, since he's speaking this sort of weird English, but the critical thing you is are to tell, understanding is to tell most of it. what our plan is. All right, and I think our plan is to put Flint back on the throne. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm perfectly uh, happy with this plan. Um, right. you, yeah. you you put me back on the throne, and uh, certainly you get to have your pick of anything you want in any of the facilities in Blood Bay that, you know, you like a house, we evict whoever's in there. It'll be great. Um, if you uh, want some resources, I think we can scrounge them up. Now, the, I'll say that the, when you get down to the Copenhagen, you'll notice that it has been retrofitted uh, from the days when it was a, a tall ship. We're not um, going down. You're getting close. Oh, we're getting to see close. It. Yeah. And one of the things I want to point out that it's got um, is that uh, the um, the sides of the ship are uh, covered with what appear to be uh, blades. There's just like giant iron spikes 
that are nailed into like the railing facing out that are above the waterline. When it gets close to the waterline, what it looks like it's got attached to it instead of a spike is like a curved uh, sickle-like blade. Yeah, they're things afraid of like what? Uh, dinosaurs coming out of the whatever, water? Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever could possibly get its teeth, yeah. you know, flippers, whatever, on the ship. This wouldn't do... Yeah, and, um, you know, it, you know, it's like, well, you know, uh, there's been more than one Kraken sighting, so uh, this is the sort of thing that a lot of ships are retrofitted with to, to yeah. keep the fawn off, off the them. tentacle monster. I so should have chosen, like, psychic control of others, because then I could seize control. You could unleash the Kraken. I could unleash the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> all we have to do is find Aquaman, then we'll be fine. Instead, all I got was... He probably lives here. He's probably Speaking of which, um, now the uh, the ship is you know the, the deck is there's plenty of guys up there with these uh, sort of little uh, pintle mounted uh, muzzle loading cannons about this long you know that they've got pointed in your general direction. The thing is, the range on these things is not great, and it's even worse when you're firing up up six hundred feet. So. You really don't have to worry too much about them. Uh, yeah, I was actually thinking out. about cannons and their range. But you know what? It's hard to point a cannon like that. Especially, and they're little cannons, so they're probably just like, what, four-pounders? Yeah, swivel yeah. guns or something like that. Yeah, what, you, what exactly would you call a swivel gun? Um, uh, the majority of the stuff on it is, uh, you know, on the other hand, the, the thing is loaded up with... Um, uh, uh, there is, in fact, a, a sort of uh, swivel-mounted... Uh, cannon on it that is set into a uh, 360 degree mm-hmm. sort of uh, uh, mounting that um, that uh, uh, has a harpoon in it that is definitely aimed in your direction. Uh, um, stern? Uh, it's, in the, it's in the center of the ship. Um, uh, so they're going to have to shoot through their own sails to hit us. Awesome. Mm, they would if they were able to point it up. The problem is, since it's designed to shoot things in the waterline, you know, they're like, okay, aim at it. And the moment you guys get close enough at 600 feet, you're now above yeah. the, the way they were. These engines. Yeah, sure, there's plenty of muskets. And, and Also, unless you know how our ship works, who thinks we're vulnerable to that? You yeah. just think it's like a wooden ship flying up there. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not aware. They're probably not aware. Well, eh, these guys came in in 28. They've, airships are well known in 28. Oop. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a mostly modern crew, although at the moment... You're looking down there, and uh, they probably don't hear our engines. They do not. <laughs> they do not. The uh, ship slides through the air, uh, sort of and creepily quietly, as it approaches the Copenhagen. Um, Hello, down there. Uh, the debate starts up again between ahoy, ahoy. they ahoy ahoy over, and um, uh, like Mr. Burns. Let's see here. Yeah, that's almost how we uh, started answering the telephone. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy. Uh, it was Edison and Alexander Graham Bell were each saying, like, how we should greet. And actually, Bell said we should answer the phone, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Where did the hello come from? Uh, I think that was Edison just said he wanted hello because you <laughs> were on land. Or so, maybe everybody just ignored whatever they wanted. <laughs> when you watch The Simpsons, you'll notice Mr. Burns always says, ahoy, ahoy, on the phone to show how old he is. A little bit of trivia for you there at home. Thank you. <laughs> Very um, nice. So, uh, dun, 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 dun. the more you know. The more you know. And we, and knowing is half the battle. 
Um, well, and the other half is chlorine gas and sodium depth charges. Uh, wow. <laughs> Alright, so... Since, um, but since they came in, what, 23, they probably also have seen the swastika? Well, no, uh, 28. Uh, the Nazi, the closest, if they were paying attention to the news, they might have <laughs> noticed this, this nice man named Mr. Hilter, who um, uh, tried a drunken coup in Munich in 23 and was arrested <laughs> immediately and dragged away and thrown in prison. Yeah. Uh, he's out by 28. But... It was, a, it was, yeah, it, it, he, he would have been a blip on the radar. They were in before he's chancellor. So, oh, okay. Uh, those Nazi flags around, in fact, they carry around the creepy Blutenbanner, which is the flag that everybody got their blood on when they were shot down by the Munich cops. Mm. So there's this blood-spattered flag they would bring around to certain Nazi events. The f- there was Free Corps who were carrying it around. The, fri- the swastika is all over, the swastika is all over, Freikorps stuff during the Civil War, when the Germans are having their Civil War in the 20s. And in World War One, they were selling amulets on the front lines, but it wasn't associated good with the party luck. yet. It was all just good luck. Just Don't good luck. die. Um, it's good enough for American Indians and Hindus. It's good enough for us. And everybody else. It appears everywhere. Yeah. Now uh, we know why. Now we know why. Because it was clearly everyone used to be a Nazi. Because they all went through Hollow Earth. <laughs> the... Um, uh, Captain Bergen. Oh my the, gosh! The name of our uh, Danish uh, uh, captain. The reason World War Two starts. No, yeah. I was just thinking we could be the reason that the that the swastikas all over history is because we were running around and they went in and out of time at various points <laughs> after we kind of showed them this big blimp. Look, everything's cool with the swastika. Oh, it means good fortune from the air. And after all, you 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 brought knives to the Amazons. All right. I'm not sure what well, I'm not sure what you're going to bring to these days. We brought knives to the Amazons. We blew up a station. We've are trying to put a pirate back on the throne. How did we become the bad guys? <laughs> Who says you? That? I blame you. <laughs> you bad influence. Um, there's some back and forth. Uh, you understand about fifty we'll percent of the conversation because again, it's in this weird, um, this sort of pigeon, sixteen hundred, sixteenth century English. Which doesn't quite sound like the English of today. Um, bottom line is that uh, uh, the gentleman who's apparently the guy who's running, who's the, the new pirate king, is a charming fellow. I believe his name is, uh, if you can believe this, Robert the Bruce. That would be awesome. Uh, no, <laughs> the Kevin Culligan. It's Robert Culligan? Robert Culligan. And he's in the book. Yep. And he's also in my notes. Let's go to my notes. Um, yes, the, uh, the, new, uh, the new Pirate King is a guy named Robert Culligan and his crew. And, uh, Who is this I, man? For a moment I thought you said the nude Pirate King. Uh, well, the be, Pirate. Who is this man? That would be kind of awesome. Um, Depends on uh, well, you know, Flint's like, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you who he is. He's a... Um, he's weird. He was the cabin boy. Yeah, he's a weasel. Um, well, he's a... He, he, what he is is... Uh, he's a local. He's born here. He's mm. not from outside. Um, the Cug uh, and the Usurper. Um, yeah. <laughs> Has she shall become known? Uh, he's taken over via a combination of... Uh, well, you know, okay, let's say... Let's say my end of the dock fees was a little high, right? We could have negotiated that, 
But apparently, some people preferred to uh, support a new regime in my absence. So, yes, the news they were getting from below is that uh, Culligan promised that uh, lower taxes, um, less deficits, a return to family values, and... Uh, All right, Captain Flint, where did you put the treasure? Because we're going to need to hire some mercenaries. Ah, uh, yes, the treasure. Well, the treasure would all be locked up in the governor's palace with the governor, who's apparently being kept under uh, armed guard. No, I mean the other stuff. The stuff that you buried somewhere outside. You, you know what happens when you bury treasure, right? People go and People find, find it. it and take it away from you. Well, you hid it somewhere because that's what I would do. Yeah, well, where I hid it was in a giant vault you know, <laughs> uh, surrounded by guards uh, who were, uh, you know, personally loyal to me. But since they're all dead, what's the word? Oh, yeah, buried in there up to their necks in the sand at low tide, we won't be talking to them anymore. So we won't, don't have any mercenaries. Not any of mine that I left behind. Uh, apparently. The problem is Culligan uh, turned up armed with surface weapons. Um, the deciding factor is is that uh, those who are still loyal to me uh, were armed with the stuff that's produced here at Blood Bay, which is, again, technology mm-hmm. from, say, the, uh, technology is like 1700s technology from the last, well, it's two centuries ago for you, one century ago for me. Um, so what I'm thinking is that the Nazis are the ones who supported this takeover. Could be. Therefore, we would be returning. But how did they get here before us? They have been in the Hollow Earth longer than you. The other yeah, airship? There is, another, there is a second airship out there But we've somewhere. just been going... Oh, that's right. There is we've a long-range airship. Yes. Yeah. There was another airship. And not to mention there's this... Not What's it called? The, the, the Thule? The Thule. Yeah. So there is the Thule uh, that's out there somewhere. Um, and then, of course, there's this U-boat that no one's accounted for. That might still be a problem. How the hell is that U-boat sailing around? And it not getting eaten by diesel. dinosaurs. Like, like, like synthesizing helium, not a big deal, or hydrogen, but... but or extracting it, but uh, diesel? But what's important here is that we're the liberators. That's, Remember that. That's how we're going to, to, to shoot this whole next section. Shoot this whole next section? Is this next section a bunch of people in the head? <laughs> <laughs> when you say this next section, do you mean the people who disagree with us? We're going to shoot the people who disagree with us? I love how you turned this uprising into a movie. You're already, you're already like, we're going to need some props. I mean, weapons and costumes or uniforms. I don't know. It's something like extras, that. mercenaries. Ex- it's all extras, mercenaries. If you don't, if they don't have a speaking role, you don't have to pay them as much. Do you see how being a movie producer and being a kingmaker are so similar? And they're almost identical. Uh, almost like what do you mean almost? <laughs> Let's be honest. It's identical. Um, all right, so. Uh, what, uh, what Flint tells you is that uh, Culligan's taken over. Um, there is uh, that his guys had modern weapons. Um, uh, everything was fine for a couple of months, but uh, yeah, the you know, uh, Bergen on the uh, Copenhagen, you know, Captain Bergen here on the Copenhagen is saying that uh, the mood has soured with the new regime uh, and. Um, Keeping order uh, has been uh, more and more 
a matter of uh, intimidation than uh, cooperation and buying people off and uh, uh, greasing palms. And it's getting more and more into, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm taking your stuff now. Do you have anything to say about it? Oh, too bad. You're shot in the face. Um, people are leaving Blood Bay. In fact, Bergen's not planning to go back. He's planning to find a different community to uh, to trail to, to do uh, to will. Mm. Kind of seems like they're trying to alienate people and make way make room for others. Ah, or he's just kind of an asshole. Well, that could be it too. I'm assuming we're going to kill them. Put the cabin back on. So. Whatever his this. whatever his story is, or how the people think of him is. Not, not in the dead of night, we go to the governor's mansion and off him. No, the governor's kept under guard. Okay, so we go to the king's... So we liberate the, the governor. Mm-hmm. A governor? We have a king and a governor? Well, um, the governor probably ran the place in the king's absence. Right. Yeah. The governor's the one who actually did things. The king just pulled in some money and killed people. Uh, Flint okay. says, look, I, you know, Briggs... Briggs, the governor, she ran the city, actually ran the city, all right? Um, I wasn't interested in whether the sewers worked or whether, you know, uh, this trade dispute was worked out. All I wanted to know is that this place generated enough income, enough safety to operate out of, all right? And uh, Sarah was very content to run things uh, in my absence. Sarah? Uh-huh. You had a female governor? Yeah. How liberating. Well, if I could have found a guy who would have done it better, who wouldn't also try and stab me at the back at the first opportunity, I'd have gone with the guy. But that guy didn't exist. So I went with her. So you went with a trustworthy, effective person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I tried it the Still other way. <laughs> I tried it the other way. I had to shoot him in the face. I bet she's not bad to look at either. Um, well... Not, not everybody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so we're going to liberate her. Point her in my direction. So, so we're rescuing a damsel in distress. She is, uh, she is currently distressed. Yes, there's some distress going on there. What with being uh, uh, locked right. up in, under house arrest. Liberating and, and so oppressed people and restoring a king to his rightful throne. Does everybody see it? Everybody yes. know their part? All right. Action. Point pistol, pull trigger. That's my part. Same. All right, so what are we going to do? What's our plan for flying into this city? Well, the good news is we can fly completely stealthy. So we can come in. Unless someone looks up and sees us. (laughs) There's that whole cover of darkness thing never (laughs) happening ever in here. It's really takes a lot of adjustment. We can come in during the dead of night. (laughs) However, however, wait a minute. What did Robert Duvall say? We'll come in low out of the rising sun. It's never rising. We'll come in low out of the... Noonday sun. We descend directly out of the sun. We could, yeah, we could dive in, like, in the sun. Yeah. So that we'd actually be hidden in the glare. Or, and here's another thought, we get a lot of pots and put them all around the ship, and we put in some kind of dry ice chemical, and we create a cloud. Some kind of dry ice chemical. 
I'm, don't they, ruin a good idea with details. for containers marked some kind of dry Yeah. <laughs> Why did we pack this thing? I think that creating a cloud is going to make more of a distraction. People will be like, what is that fast-moving cloud doing up there? And, and they can boom at them. <laughs> I, yeah, why is this cloud yelling at us? They will say. Flint says that the... Um, it's the ominous cloud. The people. other... Uh, the other uh, Factors down here uh, are um, uh, the uh, chief constable of the. Uh, there is a sort of constabulary for the town. Um, it is still in the hands of the guy who was the constable before the regime change. Uh, a man named uh, Iron Tom. I don't know if he's got a last name, but everyone calls him Iron Tom because he tells them to call him that, and he's not the kind of person that you. You know, disagree with to his face. His last name was Tom. Yeah, that's Mister Tom. Your name is Iron. <laughs> <laughs> Only to his friends, and he doesn't have any friends. Um, there is a there is his constabulary that or that sort of uh, has uh, kept order. Um, there is a uh, there's also a uh, again there's just about everything that's in the city that could be considered a a function of the city is an independent group, all right? There's, that are organized on their own, for their own ends. The guys who guard the wall uh, and man the cannons to keep the the, uh, the dragons and the monsters out of the city, they're a completely different faction. The guys who run the distilleries uh, to keep the place uh, uh, boozed, appropriately boozy, that's something else. Uh, the people who run the brothels and the gambling dens and the you know, they're you know they're they're all organized into factions. Um, uh, so you know, uh, the to get a real sense of what's going on, we could yelling back and forth through this megaphone here is not going to really work. Um, I don't want to go down just in case Captain Bergen really would sell me to mm-hmm. the. Uh, turn that ship around and sail right back to. Well, we just Blood need Bay. to sail back to. We just need to come into Blood Bay with guns blazing. Do we have any guns to blaze? There's a fair amount of gun, blazy guns on this airship. We've got, we've got machine guns that we captured from the Germans. Mm-hmm. Remember, we went around and grabbed all the guns when they were unconscious? Yeah, really what that amounts to is like, you know, uh, three or four machine guns with one magazine each because it was really it was about grabbing the machine gun rather than let yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Let me we're, fight this we guy out of his ammo belt before yeah. we leave. Well, he was unconscious, right? Yes, I recall we got a cart. Time was of the essence. The, the cart was to get the extra engines on, you know, move the two dismounted engines back on yeah. before the Nazis caught up because at some point the Nazis had figured out that, hey, running right up to you guys to arrest you made you fall over all sleepy time bye-bye like. Right. But if they stood off... A hundred feet away, or you know, and fired at you with rifles. That was all right. Yeah, you guys. We need were... to get blood to blood base so we can do some adventuring. What, um, what I'm thinking is, is if this were a sci-fi pulp, and yeah. I think it kind of is. It like is. say Star Trek, but not invented yet. We would clearly take down a landing party. Right. Yes. Try to disguise ourselves, infiltrate the city, and then signal the ship to come in guns a blazing at just the right moment when we're prepared to actually do a coup. We have no guns, by the way, from the ship. I mean, there's no guns mounted well, no. on the airship. There's, there's it really just a we just have, guns. We've got a handful of machine guns. Well, well there's a tremendous distraction, which is the gu- the ship comes over and can, to the entire city, announce that the coup has occurred and the captain is back. 
Not to mention That's we true. do have this thing that we can winch down that will knock anybody out who comes near us. While the so. landing party is putting everything in place. What All we right. need is a landing party. Who's the medical officer? Oh, that's me. Oh, we have one. Excellent. Science officer. I, I've got a lot of veterinary skills. <laughs> this is working out brilliantly. <laughs> I do not like the sound of this. When we say putting things in place. Who's the red shirt? <laughs> well, I, I, I believe uh, Klondike, Deadeye Bob, and Sergeant Major Thapa just volunteered yeah. to be your red shirts. And uh, I, I'm thinking maybe you could do the engineer oh. type of thing. He has well, no skills us... in that department, but he looks great in red. Navigator? Sure. <laughs> you can be Sulu. So I have I have one concern about this plan. So I'm I'm happy to go down. There you're going to go down. Well, the you ground. should be you should be. That's your concern. Well, it turns out I'm I'm very good with a pistol. But the uh, my main concern is who stays up here with the captain. Yeah, you've got to stay up there. No, the captain comes down as part of the landing oh, party. Dead, no, he does not. Dead, you can leave Dead Eye he's Bob the most valuable thing we have. Dead Eye Bob would be happy to but, shoot him in the head. But he's part of the coup. Him. So not to mention Thapa. So Thapa and Deadeye Bob can stay up with... Um, Those are the people who actually know how to fight. The rest of us... <laughs> My suggestion then would be not get in a fight. See, I can shoot people, but if they punch me, I, like, like evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. the guy who's going to be thrown in the pit fight with the giant bald guy with a, with a mace for a hand. Imagine Doc Knox here, except he's got a really good gun this time. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to go up against the guy who has a mace for a hand. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we just, I, I just cannot stomach, and that's why I'm pondering staying up on the ship myself. I'm not letting that ship fall into the hands of the captain. I agree. Well, we I could just, by the way, send the captain down and just have a generic. Voice. Well, he says, look, I don't what feel would we Kirk should do, do that. If we hey, had a here's the deal. If you guys want to, like, I don't know, rub coal dust on me and maybe, you know, you've got a. Did you have a makeup artist, but he got eaten? Um, by, well, no, he was killed in the airship crash, but if you still had the makeup supplies. It's true, we could cut his hair, <laughs> we face. could shave him down and cut his hair. What yeah. are we doing then? To humiliate him? So that he can, go, he can go in disguise and gather his allies. Certainly, he says, uh, certainly, if you guys go down and say, you know, um, gee, the you know, William Flint sent me and he wants you to. Attack A at time B. No one's going to believe you unless I'm there to back you up. Exactly. Right. So agree. he comes down, introduces us to his ally. I, I will need like an the little fight. action, perhaps some, uh, if you could like black out a couple of my teeth or, you know, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of your clothes. I mean, I haven't, you Well, know, you should shave. I realize that you guys. Because people will not know you without your beard. That's I will admit thing. that I haven't not had a beard or giant floppy pirate boots. Um, exactly. For a while. So if you let me wear your you know, silly button-down 20th century clothing and shave my beard and, you know, uh, give me an Errol Flynn mustache. We just have to wear hoods. Do you okay. people not watch Star Trek? I'm telling you. So, my question what is... What the hell is Star Trek? We're going to be out, we're going to be out of range... Read the pulps. ...of the, uh, of the Listen Zeppelin. Listen to radio theater? Uh-huh. So we're going to have to basically have a time plan where they approach at a certain time and start bellowing and know where to pick us How up. How about a new... Well, there's the lucky thing is we all have watches. The problem, of course, is yes, you, you don't even have a way to radio signal them because the the radio right. is still filled with. So we've got to basically say when the watch marks this time, come in, start yelling, and our plan's got to be underway at that point. All right, that um, creates some drama. I'm loving this plan. It's either that, or, where would the new king be? Either that, or you. Uh, my other suggestion would be, you get off, you, you do a landing party. 
You wire, you lower people on a winch. You have the airship tie off someplace that they can cut loose if they have to escape. Although, again, we're only talking about so many descents. Yeah. And, um, uh, you, uh, the pressure. You um, uh, do your shtick, come back to the airship, let it cut loose again, go up to a proper altitude, and uh, or confer, get off, go back, and then you time it. I mean, you go to a scouting mission, come back to the airships that have been tied off the whole time, and then do a time-release mission, because otherwise you might not have your either two options. Either you don't get your shit together fast enough to do the coup, or you get your shit together, and then as time goes by waiting for the airship to show up, Somebody blabs in a grog shop about it. We're totally going to kick this Culligan guy out. He doesn't stand a chance. We have sky noise. And, you know, then the jig <laughs> we is have up. And, sky noise. You know, um, you don't want to. That's, that's, that's my thought because that way, I mean, the problem is it exposes the airship to possibly getting, you know, attacked or grabbed. But mm-hmm. you'll have to rely on NPCs like Daniel and Kevin to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, I trust NPCs who are played by PCs. There's, <laughs> there's a, there's an exact suit. We, we get outside. To, I mean, I can see how the plot just unfolds. It's the story. I, I is know. There. I've watched Star Trek. I know exactly how you're thinking. We this get works. The, we we descend that once, and we only have one more descent, which is of course for the attack. That's why we can't flee on the ship afterwards. Drama. See, the intention is, so we meet the allies. While we're there, there's probably going to be some kind of test. You know, you must fight our captain and something, something, something. We'll fill it in later in post. So we'll catch that. <laughs> then once we've earned their respect, we'll gather them all together. And in one, there's probably some sort of event going on soon. Somebody's wedding. A big costume yeah. Perhaps a Mardi Gras. Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras yes. a wedding, some sort of like celebration. Then we attack Ming's palace. Or whatever. I mean, you get the point. (laughs) This may be the best plan I've ever heard. (laughs) It is one of the only five plots I've seen in any show like this. (laughs) Yeah, this is a plot that happens every time. And as far as I can tell, no one's ever blown it. So, (laughs) technically, it's like fighting a dragon. Who... What dragon story is there where the guy shows up and the dragon just fucking whacks him? As long as this you is know? the season finale, I don't want to be the one guy who dies to prove tension. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I like your plan. We'll get some hoodies and our snuggles. And <laughs> oh, snuggies. <laughs> snuggies. Big um, hats would work. Other ways of getting into... Uh, uh, yeah, totally right. There we go. I have no idea what time or who she comes from. Who and I don't I give her a second glance. <laughs> no one's going to give you a second look. No. I'll do this. This is just so perfect. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh my god. Okay, here comes the costume. Um, the this other possibility is perhaps you could barter with uh, Captain Bergen here. Oh, you've got a, what do I call it? A ca- Khalifa? Khalifa? Yeah, but I don't know how to do that one. It's a tablecloth. But still, there's like this, like this, and you wrap it around, and you're like, oh, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. <laughs> or you shoot some cartoonists, one or the other. Um, no one will ever know. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, damn it. How about we shoot the DM and then we're good? <laughs> it's a lot easier to get things done once you've eliminated me. Um, uh, I just, and I got to throw this out. I, you know the line, like the, the, the sting of the reproach is the truth in it. Um, just saw this this article in the Duffel blog where it was literally like, you know, Boko Haram desperate to find victims someone gives a shit about. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, 
what do we have to do to get any attention here? You know, we're being as evil as we can, but all anyone cares about is Paris. I mean, who's Boko Haram? Uh, they're the guys in Africa who. The, they just committed a genocide last week and killed yeah. like 20,000 people. Well, just oh, two. Somebody just blew up an NW's ACP office the same day and everybody's like, eh. No, no, no. They were going to. They were. I thought uh, they did. They, they set off. No. They, they set off a, a really pathetic bomb. No, they actually did set off something? Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, it was outside the building and it knocked out a window or something. It, it's really. They it managed was, to, uh, in fact, they had a bit of. I think like a can of gasoline as an accelerant and all their dynamite explosion did was put out the fire. That's how bad of, of, of terrorists yeah. these guys were. They were they were sad, but no, Boko Haram just did the same thing. They killed like two thousand people, and nobody noticed. I mean, because it's and they were sending children in with explosives strapped to strapped to them to yeah. kill the thousands of people. That's yeah. why and, uh, the yeah. plan is better because no children die in this plan. No, your yes, plan let's is much take better. over Blood Bay. And if they do, we'll fix it in post. Let's have a bloodless coup over Blood Bay now. Well, I've not lost, too bloodless. I've lost I'm not my bloodlust now. Not too bloodless, for God's sakes. I mean... A bloodless... Oh, yes, yeah, bloodless. Clasp chest, swoon down the ground, the end. Well, you do have the... the you, you do have the knockout device, which would make it... Um, That's an amnesia ring. Oh, the, no. There's that, too. Do not let the Vaton get a hold of the amnesia ray. <laughs> There's an amnesia ray? Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Everything in post. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have grabbed the winch and am now lowering myself to the Copenhagen going, can I join you? <laughs> yeah, maybe we can just go whaling. <laughs> maybe we can just stab plesiosaurs with pointy sticks. That sounds restful and safe. Um... The, uh, all right, so, uh, let's see here. Um, two possibilities for getting out and doing your landing party. Number one, you go with landing outside the walls. There are gates to the outside, mm. all right? Um, Which this we place clearly is, have to, that's, to this, be, yeah. that's how we're going to This go. place is not built like, um, this place was not built uh, in, in, a, in Atlantean ruin, okay? Um, uh, so the walls are, are have been constructed in the last, you know, like 200 years. Um, there was a community here before Flint arrived um, and took over. Uh, but um, there's that option. The other option is, uh, I don't know, um, barter with the Copenhagen, get a boat from them, one of their, one of their skiffs that they use to, you know, for whaling. And... Uh, Paddle in, paddle up the fjord and pull up to a dock. Which one would you rather do? Or we could land outside the walls, disguise yeah. ourselves as farmers, and come in with a cart and big hats. There's not mm, a lot of the Scarlet Pimpernel method. The Scarlet Pimpernel <laughs> method. That's what I was. That's what I was visualizing. Um, certainly, there's not a lot of. There's not farmers. a lot of. Um, uh, there's no farm farmers. outside the walls. Because all the plants are this place is This place has got <laughs> gardens inside the walls, but mostly what it's about is fishing. You know, it, it's Traders more. or tinkers. We could do the tinker routine. Uh, chitty chitty bang bang. Toy makers. Because we've <laughs> seen so many of those All right, here. so we land outside the walls and we just walk in through the gate. Uh, yes. Was probably, much. Probably They'll ask us to pay some money. To get in. They'll ask us for some money. We'll give them some of this, uh, whatever it is. Oracalcum. Oracalcum. We'll toss them a couple pe- lumps of oracalcum and say, let us in your city. They'll say, okay, and we will just walk in. That's how we're going to do it. We All we do is, all we need to do is just tell them we have trading material. We're miners. We're scavengers. 
Where Orichalcum scavengers. We are just scavengers. going to pay the toll and walk through the gate. No explanations. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't have to give me a life story. We don't need a backstory. We don't need a backstory for this. I'm just saying, I had this happen in a Call of Cthulhu game where we're, <laughs> we're sitting there on the streets of Baghdad in 1920-whatever, and a cop's coming along, and I'm like, well, it's 3 o'clock in the morning where Europeans are on the street, and we've got uh, occultists we've kidnapped in our in the building, in this office that we'd rented in the middle of downtown Baghdad. And we'd like, we're like on our way down to get the car ready to take him out into the desert to dump him or get rid of him. And here comes a cop. And so I'm like, we'll just light up our cigarettes and we'll just sit there smoking. You know, and Brian's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's and what you do. The, you know, and Constable whatever comes along with his fez and his truncheon and he's like, you know, good evening. And I'm like, good evening. And Brian says... We we have an office in this building. We're totally not trespassing. We're, we have an office here. We're just working late in the office right now because it's three o'clock in the morning. We have an office here, but we're not. This is our office. <laughs> <laughs> and the cops like, may I see some ID? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Which office was that? And I'm just like, I'm just I'm like, oh you my just god. Just needed to smoke a cigarette. Oh yeah, you stand here, job. say nothing. He's gonna walk by, and we just got this but explosion. They, of they would smoke inside then. Yes, they going would. outside to smoke thing is weird. Yeah, at that time period. So he clearly yeah, had the right to fresh air while you're smoking. Yeah, people did go outside to smoke. They were just weren't societally pressured to do yes. so. <laughs> yes, and uh, but what we didn't need was a giant vomit. Of unasked for exculpatory, <laughs> exculpatory information. It was all like, you know, let me explain how innocent we are. Oh, really? I mean, that's how they caught the guy trying to bomb the stupid uh, 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 space needle. You know, when he was coming over from uh, Canada with the explosives in Port Angeles, the guy, you know, the customs guy says, "Oh, hello," and the guy's like, "I'm not doing anything." I mean, he was just this. Totally wired up guy. With and he got out his car and ran. Yeah, and he got his car and ran. It's like, okay, well, I that's suspicious. <laughs> we should probably follow up on the. I, I, you know, I looked him in the eye. He ran for it. <laughs> you know, cops tend to that tends to draw I their had attention. Some equipment stolen out of my garage, mm-hmm. and the the reason they called him was not doing any great detective work. But a state trooper is driving around, and suddenly noticed a car frantically trying to get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> just, yeah. That guy just changed four lanes and turned and squeezing tires. You know what I mean? I think I should check that out. Yeah, don't run. All right, so we'll just go through the gates don't and run simple winders. All right, well you'll have to you'll have to bring the airship down a terrain feature away. That is, yeah. they put some hills between right. you. Yeah. And fill my flask while they're preparing for our descent. Okay. All right. Um, uh, we load up uh, Captain Flint and some of the local clothes. Hey, he says, how about some of these uh, awesome, cool weapons you got? You're the mouthpiece and the brains of the operation. Oh, yes, but I also do very excellent with, with this dwarf. Well, I, I hand him one of my uh, flintlocks. Well, I know how to use it. Yeah, finally. <laughs> awesome. So He's going to give him a knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything in a cutlass? No. That's a shame. And Sorry. A, and a bannet? Mm. Come on, let me have, have one of those bayonets. Why would we have? Oh, we have a couple of bayonets, yeah. but didn't we give most of them to the Amazon? We gave like we gave four of them to the Amazon. Yeah. Right, we have oh, ten left. left. We have the 11 left. And I'll be paying you back on those bayonets. Don't you worry. After I'm 
King of Blood Bay. I'll give the King of Blood Bay a bayonet. That's right. one. He's, uh, he, he looks much happier. All right, so <clears throat> we'll... Um, I'm definitely bringing my sword king. Oh, yeah. Well, you should. To a it, pirate city? Come on. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not sword fighting on top of a table in a grog house before another 30 minutes goes by, I feel like I've failed as a game So, So the professor's staying behind on the ship, and I'm yes. assuming we're taking Deadeye Bob. And, the uh, fact that I have not had a sword fight on top of the sh- our Bob ship Bob? yet, if you, I find seriously disappointing. Yeah. Uh, well, Plondike Dead Eye Bob says, like, you know, do you think they have booze in the... First of all, he'd like to get off the airship at every conceivable opportunity. So right. Yeah, Dead Eye is we'll not fond of air travel. So he'll he'll absolutely be thrilled to get off of the airship. Thank you very much. Love to get off the airship. Um, Dappa's like, mm. you know, I'll just keep an eye on that guy. You know, he's more than happy to just... The Gurkha doesn't want to come with us. No, he wants to. He'll, he'll come. He'll just he'll just be happy to keep you know cross oh, well, his rifle in sight right on oh, the back that, of uh, That's why Flint. I'm pointing out all the time when I don't have an enemy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Besides, just, he, he hasn't had an opportunity to use. No, actually, he did have an opportunity to use his kukri because he kukriated a velociraptor. Oh yeah, game. he took a velociraptor's head off with that kukri knife. So he'd be more than happy to uh, you know repeat the process here uh, and again in a grog house full of pirates. That seems really. All right, so um, uh, so taking a long, leisurely flight to stay out of sight of Blood Bay, um, you guys are going to put this uh, ship down uh, over a terrain feature away from uh, the city. Now, again, the city is in is nestled into a fjord, which means it's essentially in a valley. Uh, so finding a terrain feature not hard; it's built into one. So, okay. Uh, you, however, you don't see the city on approach from the air because the whole point is not to be seen. But there is a point where you smell it. Uh, you, uh, oh it, yeah! It, it's a. It is it's a. Gross. It's gross. It's uh, it's most of what you're smelling at this distance, um, because again, train feature is just there's a slight smell of smoke in the air. Um, you just uh, smell like wood fires. Um, the, uh, and another problem, of course, with uh, terrain features in this world is because it curves the wrong way, you have to take a very wide berth mm-hmm. to stay out of sight of the city. Um, fortunately, since you, uh, in order to conserve hydrogen, uh, one of the options, I guess, would be not to go back up to 1,500 feet. Um, that would involve dropping more um, ballast which would then require you to drop more gas to get down to 600 feet. So if you stay at the altitude that you are at, it'll, you'll be lower to the ground and you'll be or lower to the, the surface level. So you'll be able to um, uh, be lower uh, than the train features as you work your way around the back of uh, um, this uh, valley. Now the question is, you guys want to go to the back gate of this place, not climb over the, the uh, cliff walls around it. Right, um, that's right. our plan. And descent, and descent yeah, why would we want to climb a cliff wall? It's, nah, that's yeah. a fool's errand. Yeah, that sounds like a fool's errand. All right. Um, all right, uh, let's see here. Uh, this sounds a... Step one, somebody needs to take the cable down to the ground. I think uh, that's look, you. Guess who that is. That would be the guy who took all the acrobatics. Okay, so people staying on board the ship. All right, Abit, st- uh, Professor, Professor Mayweather, board. Professor and Marianne. Uh, Jimmy Jacks, Benny Bloomfield, uh, Evelyn Smith, uh, Lefty Gibson, all NBCs. Paris the Monkey, 
Uh, and uh, Manny except Cardone and uh, Kit Gilbert. All NBCs Paris except is, for Paris the, is coming with me. You're bringing you're bringing you're Paris. Bringing Paris into a combat situation. It's not combat infiltration. It is. You don't think I should infiltrate right? with a monkey? No, I think a monkey is what draws people's attention. It's kind of like a parrot. <laughs> yeah, it's going to sit on my shoulder. We're going to put her in a colorful outfit. Let's we'll just think. innocuously with our parrot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, I won't and the monkey we, could, in. we could possibly do a street show if we need to distract people. All right. I'm I will leave you, the I've monkey seen this on a the airship. Times if I've seen it once. I'll uh, leave, I'm leaving the monkey on the airship. But How's your... Uh, that looks bad like feeling a bunch about of it, but I'll do that it. Is a five. That is a five. All right, you freaking, you know, arrow, uh, arrow fling your way down the road. And tie off at the, you know, uh, uh, and it takes a while to find a, um, a a space that is big enough for you guys to, um, uh, uh, a space that is big enough for you guys to uh, 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 get to the ground, find a tree, uh, you know, because uh, I'm presuming we're not lowering him through the canopy. We're no. not finding jungle canopy, oh, no. and you're going down. I am not so that allowing that to happen. Every <laughs> every predator at every level of the canopy <laughs> jungle takes a shot at you <laughs> on the way down. Oh, <laughs> um, How many of those pistols do you have, by the way? Is it just one? Two. Two. I have really one. Tore down the Falcon's Lair. So I will take Klondike. The Falcon's Lair, Rudolph Valentino's house in Los Angeles. They tore it down. Uh, they just tore down Bradbury's house. I know. That's, that's the name. Oh, was, was that the one? The, the same house? No. No, no. There's no. the same article. Okay. About. <laughs> we all read that article. Well, thank we're God. I'm sure they've replaced it with a zero lot size, you know, McMansion of some Brad. Bradbury's house was kind of. The inside was pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some anyway. nerd could have fixed it up. By the way, is Bradbury's not dead, right? Yeah. When did we lose Ray? Last year. Last year. Oh, damn, I missed him, missed it. Well, I, it was in, I bought a was bottle of um, uh, dandelion wine, wine dandelion to wine. mark okay. the passing. Aww. It was actually two years ago now. It was thir- 1913. Huh. Well, I'll have to go check that out. I, I could have sworn he was still around. Last thing I saw of Ray was him watching the video of Fuck Me Ray Bradbury on the internet going, oh, Ray, oh. No. Holy shit. I'm still relevant. He invited her and he invited <laughs> I her to him tea. At a, <laughs> I met him at a San Diego Comic Con a few years awesome. back. And he said I had nice hair. <laughs> I met him here um, That's when awful. he was... He complimented my hair and I was like, oh, Ray Bradbury liked my hair. They staged 1984 here and he flew up. Hmm. Back well, wait, in like 1993. Orwell. No, no, no. This is his favorite book. Fahrenheit. Sorry, Fahrenheit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. Um, all right, so you guys um, find yourselves a relatively open piece of dirt between uh, the jungle. Uh, what that probably means is uh, that um, you uh, come down close to the, the, the stream, uh, the river that runs through the city. Because, again, you can't have a city without a water source. Right. Um, and... Um, uh, with the water source, actually, the, one of those times that the canopy of the jungle opens up. So, lower you down. Uh, you manage to get down on the ground. Tie off the airship. Uh, use the crank to bring the airship down to level where, without having to outgas any hydrogen, bring the airship down to a level where you can offload the rest of the player characters and Deadeye and Sergeant Tapa and the pirate, the soon to be again, the once and future. Pirate King of Blood Bay. Has everybody seen Black Sails? 
No. No. Because that's how I prepped for this whole like oh, next section. Oh man. That would be. I'm sorry. I just watched Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse Pirate enough. I do like that one. And, and the Black Swan, which is also one of my favorites. Um, Her old Black Swan. The Black, the Black Swan. Swan. That's that's a uh, that's a movie, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I was thinking of the ballet. It's either movie. that or Tyrone Power. I spent nine years of my life working so on the pirate game. <laughs> okay. Point. All right, then. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm presuming that every one of the pirate communities looks like one of the places you created, one of the harbors that you guys created for for burning parts of the burning sea. Sure. Right now. Um, I'm not sure if the I'm not sure which one this is. Um, however, uh, you uh, you know the airship's tied off. It's 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 pulled down to the right level to throw out the rope ladder. Everyone goes down the rope ladder. Uh, please roll and at least get me one success on. I think it's going to have to be either um, athletics or strength. Oh. Uh, I have none of that. Yeah, strength. Oh, I guess I do. Um, <laughs> I, I actually have virtually none of that. I understand that. What if we don't get a success? Well, then uh, you uh, fall. Um, can I help in any way possible? Yes. You can, yes, for, for, those who are, for those who are, I tell you what, you could always, I'm if you a, were being particularly pathetic, people could always just be hooked to the cargo winch and lowered to the ground. Are we using right. the cargo um, winch to lower to three? Once three you get minutes. the airship pulled down to a low enough level, yeah. you can throw out a rope. I have a okay. one. Okay. All right, then. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm say... Not, I'm not climbing this, down. <laughs> I'm just going to say there's a horrible moment rather than make, rather than make you guys burn style points so you don't fall off the goddamn rope ladder. <laughs> you know, one success. You rope ladder your way down. Um, I was setting up a shot and may have hung myself upside down by the ankle. Of that <laughs> um, uh, you guys, uh, the winches used to... The steel winch was used to pull the airship down to a level that you can throw a rope that's short enough on to tie it off as well. Once it's tied off, you can go ahead and like bring the winch back pounds. up and then lower people down one at a time. And it's so big and conspicuous. And I can't bring the it. monkey. We can't uh, safety first. I still think we should well, bring the monkey. I do too. I've trained this monkey to go fetch shiny things. Like if we get locked in a dungeon and gets a key. Is all the key shiny? Yes. It's just going to keep bringing you candlesticks and coins. <laughs> Maybe some condom All right, wrappers. bring us That's a okay. pry bar. The monkey is on the ship. All right, monkey on the ship. All right. And I'll leave the camera on the ship as well. If we win, there'll be plenty of time to recreate the battle. You're right. You're right. Valid point. Um, we'll fix it in post. Uh, once the airship, once you guys are all off, the last thing you do is untie the rope and without, since you didn't dump any gas to get down to those level, the ship reascends up to about 600 feet. Um, and uh, you guys are now standing beside this um, rushing river uh, in the jungle, and uh, Flint's like, well, just follow the river to the city. Let's All right. go. You lead. Of course. Um, Is there a, a shanty we should be singing as we walk? Or No, because that'll attract the animals. We can let's shanty. See, let's walk quietly. We can shanty once we're river. inside. I'll use non-diegetic sound. <laughs> and Let us continue to the city. Yeah. Um. All right. You guys are tootling along. Let's see here. Give me some. Some. Let's see here. Give me some perception rolls, please. Perception from everybody. Uh. Yeah. There's, isn't there a perception uh, uh-huh. attribute? There is. Secondary Five. attribute. 
Alright, so five success five dice, please. Oh, too late. Two. I'm gonna move these to None. I'm gonna move these to this side I might as well be listening a, oh, to actually. a Walkman. <laughs> You're I get on. one. Get one success? Yes. Uh, what are the other what the hell did everybody else do? Two. Two? Three. Okay, three, and it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, okay. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. Um, there's one last thing I need to check here, since this will be the first time I've used this rule. Hopefully, I won't have to do this every time I use the rule. And oh, come on. Ah, here we go. And uh, we want this one. Alright. Perception. One. Alright. Um, who got at least one success? Alright. Apparently, this, uh, apparently somebody, you know, blew their stealth roll, which they did. Um, the only person who doesn't hear it is, um, yeah. Me, probably. Is is you. Everybody else got at least one success. Even, yeah, I got even, no success. Even Klondike. Um, the, uh, what he, what, what, you guys hear something creeping around in the jungle behind you. Um, whatever it is, it's, it was, try, it, it was trying to be quiet. It just Failed miserably, um, but uh, it's something. Uh, it's definitely something unple- unpleasantly large. Um, but uh, it tips you off to its approach by stomping around like that. You hear crunches of snaps of twigs or whatever the appropriately uh, scary moment is that's uh, supposed to happen in these things. Uh, so my question is, what do you do? Do you um, uh, run to the gates? Do you, uh, uh, we should try and get the sonic pistol ready. The sonic pistol is ready. Got it. He's because then one. if we kill it, it's not going to make a gunshot noise. Gurkha, go get everyone. it. I'm sorry. I just thought that I, what was that again? <laughs> go, go get it? In he what, laughs in, heartily. In, in what sense? You mean after... <laughs> After we've shot it, would you like me to police up its carcass? Go capture it. Oh, capture no, it. Yeah. No, 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 no. He says, I, I i got to point out, I've seen all of the shit that's jumped out of the bushes at us, and I'm not ready. Ready the we, sonic pistol. I'm not ready to go get anything until we, you know, see it. It ready, turns out to ready. be the Are we going to see it without you going to get it? Ready both of the sonic pistols. Are we just going to wait? Oh, we could run. We're going to keep walking. And we have the sonic pistols at ready, so that if it gets closer or jumps out of the bushes, we can zap it. All right, zapping. You want zapping. All right. I don't... I think that it's important we not just fire off a a, a regular pistol, because the noise will make it us less likely to be successful successfully sneaking into the city. All right. You didn't fix up that backpack size one, did you? Yeah. Do we have it with us? Of course we do. Oh, of where, course. Why? Where would we go without it at this point in the game? When would we ever okay, leave without when it? When we wander into <laughs> Blood Bay, won't they go? What the fuck is that? Well, it's you got a cloak on it. You have a cloak right, over you it. You have a hunchback. 
Please dress as a hunchback. Got it. That would be super. Got it. I will play to the hunchback. Walk. Yes, my master. Walk this way. <laughs> well, we like, can all put. Like, let's all put our earplugs just, in just and as, crank that thing up. Did you, did you did you get earplugs for Flint? Yeah. yeah. Right. We brought earplugs for everybody. Well, I hadn't thought of that, but sure. And Thapa <laughs> and Dadaius are here, right? Yes. Okay. Right, and they both have their their. Well, we had a lot more earplugs than we had. Uh, we had a, we have yeah. a larger crew that we're leaving behind. Yes. Yeah. So everybody's got earplugs. Let's see here. All right, uh, let me just quickly check something here. Cause I... So I think we should turn on the deflect, put in our earplugs, turn, turn on, on the deflector, the deflector shield. shields. Well, we don't want to walk through the city with people falling unconscious around us. Well, you don't we want to walk on, to yes. the oh. city with monsters falling unconscious. Or do we want to walk through the city with people falling unconscious? Because if we're going for the mystical, you know. Um, right. Only you are going for I think for we should that. turn it on. No, no, we're, we're incognito. If we were showing nope. up with people falling across, yeah, yeah, we'd be we'll worry about that after we get Berkeley. through the jungle. We need to wipe out this monster in the jungle first. All right. Well, if you guys turn on it's the device, um, you uh, it's always a small you child. if you yeah. turn on the device, I, I presume you're saying searching. Everyone gets the earplugs. You turn it on and see what happens. Yeah. Turn the backpack on and see what happens. Sure. Yep. You guys get um, a bunch of you get a sound effect. You get. I mean, your your effect causes. The, the, the device causes... Because, again, it's only a 30-foot range. Right. right. It's not... It only knocks right. out things that are really close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 10 meters away. But it makes this thing where, you know, all the insects fly away from... Suddenly, it's like perfect... It's like mosquito repellent, you know? There's any yeah. buzzing, horrible things like... You know, flying around looking to stick a hypodermic horse needle-sized uh, proboscis into you to drain some blood and give you some... Whatever the local version of malaria is... Um, probably with some sort of parasite the size of your thumb rather than micro- microscopic bugs. Um, these guys clear out immediately. Um, the <laughs> second thing that you, you should uh, get is there's a sound of a roar sound, and it almost sounds like a tiger. A tiger? A, a tiger! And I was going to be a small child. Except it comes from multiple directions. You guys were all like, Oh, the sound is back there. And then when you turn the device on, you hear this sound of uh, 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 sort of displeased roaring coming from, you know, like further ahead of you on the bank of the river, uh, down to the, you know, deeper into the jungle, away from the bank and behind you. Um, oh, they uh, were surrounding us, weren't they? Uh, they're, yes. They're, 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 whatever it is, is, is scurries off into the bush. Uh, annoyed at the at the horrible ringing in its ears, it's like you've given you've given them Stone Age. Was it tinnitus? Is the thing that yeah. you get where you get the weird yep. ringing? Yes, yes. It's like you've, yeah. Uh, and they all scurry away until they no longer have that horrible ringing in their ears. Um, you and you're like, gotten it. <laughs> you could have you could have waited for them to rush you, I suppose. Or at least you could have waited for the one to distract you by making noise while the ones attacked you from behind. Yeah, I think that's that what was, their plan was. That was sort of where that was going. This is actually fairly lucky. It's not like I ever thought about the, you know, it's not like I thought about what the sound would sound like to non-humans. Um, they, yeah, they Ooh, tested it out. Scenario. Reptilians think it's awesome. It attracts them. They're like, more! It gives them a vibration right in their pee-pee. They just come charging right over. Oops. Um... Anyways, uh, uh, whatever they are, charge off to the brush. Uh, Deadeye Bob, of course, would want to... Let's see here. He's got track, I think. Or, are you the one that has track? 
Yes, I got you do. tracking. Go ahead and roll me a tracking roll, please. I don't know what my tracking roll is. Stealth. I got some stealth. I got some meddling. I got survival tracking. Uh, eight rating is, is eight. Right, take uh, four red dice, I guess. I can't get them. Zero of oh, two. I rolled a two. All right. Um, you you run across the, the tracks that are thing. in front of you, um, all, on your way up the bank. Uh huh. Somewhere up there, uh, in that area of the bank where the the river's occasionally risen up and turned it to mud, uh, you come across you know these cat footprints that are you know roughly the size of um, they're like yeah a foot and a half across. Two okay. Feet across. Um, you run across what look like again. Large, li- ridiculously large lion prints. Um, a little further along, you get to the stakes. Um, right as you're getting to the, you finally come up where there's there's the the you start to see the wall because it's ahead of you um, down the river. The river actually flows. Under, under the wall. Uh, yeah. Under the wall through a big steel gate. You know, it actually has, you know, bars that go down into the uh, under the water. Whether they're sunk into the how whether they're sunk into the bottom of the river, well you'll have to swim and go find out. But there are large uh, large iron bars and this big tall wall. And at the top of it you're seeing, you know, people and cannon barrels sticking out. And um, there's a an area that has been cleared. Um, it's been cleared long enough ago that there are not any, there just aren't any tree stumps left in it, you know? Right. Um, it hasn't been recently cleared. This, is, this, this cleared area is like, oh, I don't know, maybe 100 yards from the wall um, on either side of this bank. Um, and um, it, um, uh, uh, it um, is like, uh, it, it's it looks like it's pretty well maintained. It's it's unnaturally cut down, um, but um, in it, right at the edge of the woods, are these um, these these poles these 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 sort of uh, poles that are that are like almost uh, like mast wood sized poles. Um, that are driven into the uh, ground that are like uh, big enough so that you'd have trouble getting your arms all the way around them. And uh, they're facing out toward the jungle, right? They're facing out. Well, no, we've seen these before. We've seen these in the uh, I don't think you've seen these city. before. No. Yeah. What you've got on these? Uh, what you've got on these? Uh, 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 these these posts? These giant um, uh, masses, and they're only about like six or seven feet tall, um, is that they've got uh, uh, iron chains hammered into the wood uh, that end in manacles. Um, oh, I the, see. The uh, wood is stained dark, and uh, they did they were covered with, uh, they did have, you know, flies on them when you were approaching, but as you approach with that device on the clouds of flies... Uh, leap off of the poles and fly these these posts and fly away. All right. Um, the uh, the posts are well gouged, as in there are scratch marks all the way up right. the pole. Um, 
Oh, I, I, I'm calling it a pole, but it's like a tall foam pole. Right. Um, uh, there's scratch marks all the way up and down this thing. Um, deep, uh, uh, deep uh, furrows that are sort of parallel, right. uh, like uh, like a like a cat's scratch, only that the you know the marks are like again two feet from one claw to the next. Um, there's a bunch of these. There's like twenty of these uh, out at the edge of the forest here, um, and. Uh, uh, Nearby are, I mean, you know, as you're coming through them, there are signs of uh, recent occupation, as in the ground is still damp, um, and uh, perhaps there's some scraps of clothing, but there's not much in the way of edible material left behind. What does Captain Flint say about them? Hmm, that's it, new. Are, okay, that's, that's new. what I wanted to know. That's new. All right. New. Yeah. Well. They didn't have need of... They had dungeons in his day, I'm willing to bet. Well. They didn't necessarily just tie people up for the cats. Well, we we had gallows and... Yeah, you know. Gibbets and branding irons and all kinds of good stuff, but um, I'll admit, Mm -hmm. uh, this is not... uh, This was not a punishment when I was running the place. Mm. All right. So, uh, fortunately, your um, device is key is definitely annoying um, the um, the fauna. Um, well, that's good. Uh, as you cross the open area, um, it's not hard to spot uh, the gates. Um, not the least of which, because uh, well, there's two gates, one on either side of the river. Um, okay, and. Um, uh, they're not hard to spot because they actually have a uh, banner uh, that is draped from the top of the wall over the gate. So that if you're looking along and you see where the banner is, you can spot where the right. where the entrance is. There's nobody at standing outside picking their teeth like the guards outside of Michael Palin's castle in, in, yeah. in Python of right. the Holy Grail. Um, uh, but uh, as you troop out of the out of the uh, forest and head towards the uh, head towards the gate. Nobody's jumping around or ringing a bell or you know uh, uh, calling all points bulletin as you stroll out of the all right. uh, out of the forest. However, um, uh, there's uh, in fact everyone's sort of laying on there. Everyone's sort of lackadaisical, and then as you're strolling across the the uh, uh, clearing. Yeah, they, some of these guys, you can see some people gathering at the top of the, the wall uh, to watch you stroll across, and there's some pointing and gesticulating in your direction. Um, and then some sort of intense conversation at the top of the wall, or, you know, and, and it, it, it looks like, I don't know. You're uh, right, we did need a backstory. Uh, there, there does seem to, there, there seems to be a certain amount of, um, I don't know, if you call it exactly agitation, it's a little hard to tell. But uh, nobody's calling out to you. Nobody's yelling halt or stop or come forward or anything. You know, you guys just start crossing the um, the uh, uh, open area, this, this right. uh, the kill zone, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone look friendly. Uh, turn off the device. Flick. Uh, you do turn off the device. Not till we're like pretty close. Okay. Not. Uh, I mean, within. 
before it's, they would register. It's thirty sound. feet. It's thirty feet to uh, is the knockout zone. Right. Yes. The annoyance zone is wider. Yes. Um, so not until they would possibly start hearing the noise or getting agitated by it. That's mm-hmm. when I would flick it off. Yeah. Prior we to don't them want them to know that. The, the fact that he is a hunchback with a square hunch, we don't want that to register <laughs> that that hunch the might be getting is signal. just what I said is it is a big um, arch, uh, stone arch, with a uh, door which is uh, it's, it's banded in iron, big wooden door banded in iron. Hinges appear to be on the inside someplace. You don't see the, the hinges on your side. Um, it's got a smaller door in the big door. Oh, let's see Sally that Port. I love that. And um, uh, also a window. And uh, 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 at this point, uh, you know, Flint's all like, uh, okay, I'm just going to stand in the back here and look at my shoes while somebody else talks to the gate. How about that? All right. That's Who, you, Vicante. You get to talk to the front gate. Remember, we are but poor miners. You are the brains of the operation. Uh, the gates are definitely closed. Well, there's a there is there's, as you approach, yeah. um, you know, uh, the, uh, the you know the <laughs> charm is on. Activate charm field now. Um, smiles, everyone. A, smiles. a door opens up uh, in the or a window, I should say, in the in the sally port, and uh, the guy inside barks out um, something that sounds like, uh, you know. It, there's English words in it. It's just really difficult to understand. Um, go ahead and give me a roll based on your intelligence. All right. I have some of that. <laughs> I get one. All right. As long as you get a success, you're able to sort of pigeon English your way through this. He tried to, you know, there's, there's bits of Spanish and uh Norwegian and Portuguese and Ugh. other bits and pieces flowing around through here, but if you push the English as hard as possible, he can basically stay on English uh, for most of this. Um, basic answer is, you know, it's not, what are you doing here? It's um, uh, the toll, you know, you know, you need to pay the toll. What do you got? Very good. Well, we've come to trade and accept your toll. It's like, uh, what do you got to trade? We got some more chalk. All right. Um, and then he goes, holding on. This is, um, there's a... Uh, and he comes back with um, uh, how much are a How much is the toll? Uh, he's apparently, uh, you know, there's some more discussion. And they finally come to what they think, I guess, is an exorbitant amount. And uh, their exorbitant amount is two measures of orichalcum per person. And you're like, great, what's a measure? After some discussion about what a measure is... Um, well, can't we ask a Captain, what's yeah. his name? Uh, well, at the, the at guy the, in the back the, of the hoodie? At the back, he's like, mm, that's about twice what you should pay, but you pay it, you pay it. And, yeah. just, and, and what a measure is, is it's literally just like uh, like a... Uh, would be equivalent to like a piece of eight stamped out out of orichalcum. You know, like an eighth of an ounce. Is that what an eighth is? So how remember? much do we have approximately? Yes. I think so. Pounds pounds pounds. Pounds. Of an ounce. It's yeah. an eighth of an ounce. We don't have. We have. We don't have it all with us, though. No. Let me brought two we pounds with us. With well, if we brought any, I'll bet we brought at least two eighths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let me pay the toll. All right. 
Um, what? I'm still talking yeah. to this people. Uh, then I, Bob says, hey, 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 hey. Uh, he's like, you might want to wrestle up the toll quicker than that because he's, he's rolling a serrate. Because as you turn the device off to talk to these guys, you'll notice that there appears to be a pride of Smilodons that is yeah. now sort of at the yes. edge of the forest trying to figure out if they can get to you or not. They wanted two eights for everybody? Uh, two yes. eights a person. A person. Oh. We don't have two eights a person. We have two eights for the party. Um, it's like, well, they, they start to, They're going to you know, be eaten by giant cats because he won't They hold tight to their, you know, that'll be, that'll be two measures a person based on, you know, two-eighths of a person it should be. So you're really talking about one, two, three, four, five, six. Fourteen ounces. So how many, uh, how much do I have with us? So actually, no, it's a... We never decided no, how much uh, we have with Fourteen. We had five pounds eighths total. Fourteen ounce. eighths of an ounce. Eights of an ounce. It is not crazy that we brought yeah. a pound, but I don't think we were brought so, with us or probably anymore. We brought a pound with us. We so we're pound really talking about a little more than an ounce. You're little, yeah, you're literally talking about an ounce and a half before it counts. Yeah. For all of us to get yeah. it's an ounce and a half. So how much is that? So go ahead and give me a... Do you a, have a, a, a pound total? Has, okay, a pound has 16 ounces. All right. So we well, I did not know that. 32 ounces. So what's your what's your barter skill? Do you have anything in barter? I've got larceny. Larceny. I've got haggling. Uh, haggling con. What do you got? Who's I've got, got haggling. I've Who's got con. I got buttloads of con. Why don't we just pay it's up? We're supposed to be. Of what we have. We're. Yes. It's very little of what we have, and we're trying to be. I offer him half of what we have. And no, 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 no. It is one fortieth of what he's asking for. Yeah, well, you guys have well, half of times. that. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to just pay. Okay, meanwhile, we're being stalked by these giant jungle well, cats. It's very difficult to negotiate when everybody's saying different things. I so love how, this, I love how the it. negotiation is breaking down into bickering <laughs> as the giant cats are slowly... You know, we coming across. How the, much of this shit do we have? <laughs> you have? How much are they asking for? I and would somebody please let they, me roll they the are dice? Asking for one fortieth of what we have total, roughly. Yeah, and very have, small amount. I believe you guys. Thirty are, seconds, I believe, of what we have. We have thir- we have thirty two ounces. They're asking for one thirty seconds. They're asking for an ounce and a half per we have, person. No, no, no. Total. total, total. That's what I offered them, and you guys all went no. No, you said half of what we have. No, which would be like the very first thing I said was I offer them an ounce and a half, and everybody said no. All right. Um, now, I, I, at this point, the tigers are clearly crossing. I mean, all right, that's it. They're crossing the field. At this point, money's being thrown through the door. Great, everybody, give me. Let's see here. How about? Uh, give me I a will move. Be the last one give me a move roll to get everyone through this door as the cats are now charging across right, the so field. I will, be, so, I will be the last one through and shooting at any cat that comes near me. All right. Oh, Make two, two successes. Right? That's good enough. Two successes. Four successes. Two successes. No success. <laughs> I made four. That means successes. he's slowing you down because that's fine. That is fine. Let's see, did I pull out my tools to separate the Orion or Calcum? <laughs> wait, wait. Let me just pull this off of here and then... just a moment. Just a moment. <laughs> What's your hurry? All right. Um. Uh. Everyone else is through the door. Pick me up. Uh, and I need to shoot one of them. Yes, there is a there is a there is a cat closing in on you. What are you shooting uh, it with? Flintlock pistol. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not using the sonic gun if I don't have to. All right, so go ahead and uh, give me a roll on the pistol. Four. All right, Ooh, four. Nice roll. Yeah, that was a bad roll. And the cat's roar. Um, da, 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 da. 
And its defense is defense, defense. Oh, Jesus. All right. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. All right. Four successes. So they said an ounce and a half for the whole party wasn't enough. Did they tell you that aside from what we've heard? That was the very first thing we said. No. No, you asked for, you countered with like a ratio, if I recall correctly. Yes, half of everything we had. No, that was the last thing I said at the very beginning of this conversation. Right, but you said that before we had done the math to know that a half of ounce was actually what they were asking for. That's it. We hadn't done the math. Or an ounce and a half. As ounce and a half. Yes. Yeah, we hadn't done the math. You were you were correct at the very beginning. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. So about this thing trying to slot you with its claw. Congratulations. You'll take no satisfaction from us. Yes. I'm right. between Dr. Hobbit and the cat. I'm right. the last one through. All right. You are, um, Selling you all you are the now first through chance the chance I get. Okay. I think you gave the title of your new film, Dr. Havoc and the Cat. Uh, the, the, yeah, you can get through the door this round, but it still means that uh, the cat is going to get to take a swat at you as you go and through the they door. Don't, like, I'm presuming that you're not, not shooting from the walls or anything. No, no, nobody is shot from the walls. I should note, right. and it is rather interesting that nobody shot from the walls and the cat charged across the fucking field. Um, I'm going to amble through the door. I amble. All right, amble so. as I'm shoving you through, going, get the fuck inside. Apparently my this movement rate bro- is terrible. If this gets broke because of this, it's your fault. What is that I say? Blinking, looking around, confused. <laughs> All right. All right, sir, you need to give me a defense roll, please. Okay. I've tried to move What's your defense around. Uh, so I get a three. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like going to the mall with your mom. You get clawed. Sweet. Um, oh, you slide, you jump through the door. You get uh, now. You had you had lost uh, two, and you healed back one. But you should have healed back one a day. And we've been out for two days, so you actually would have been down to zero wounds at the beginning of this encounter. Yeah, because we were sailing for day ten days. Yeah. Yeah. I was only down by one wound. Okay. Yeah. It, it did, you did three defense. It did five successful attacks. So you take two, two lethal, lethal wounds. wounds. You now have a giant, <laughs> oh. a giant <laughs> cat claw. The mark basically from your shoulders to your ass as you go through the door. Um, Hurry, I say, pulling it through. (laughs) There is now a giant claw of this cat reaching through the door, just pounding around. You know, and um, let's see here. Did uh, your backpack protect you in any way? He didn't. Oh, dear. No, you're not actually injured. Oh, no. Okay. No. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> no. be injured because I was probably doing this. Okay. Take that. No, take that. He, took he was facing the cat. I was facing the cat. All right, all right, all right. All right. In that case, you have the, the, the Kazar of the cave people claw mark here across your oh, awesome. chest. You know. Six dig scars. Um, yeah, as I need opposed to go shirtless more often. Than <laughs> you yes, don't, have, you don't the, really have much choice at this point. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have the Captain Kirk multiple shirt tear thing, which you're now bleeding all over. Oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> but, but don't worry, the backpack is fine. But don't worry, I look pretty. I <laughs> and, grab him and uh, pull him through by pulling on the backpack. Um, <laughs> the cat is reaching through the hole, and uh, it's too big to get through the sally port. And uh, stab it in the foot with your sword cane. Uh, there no, are we now, just have to walk away. That's there are now, uh, as as now now that you're through the door, um, revenge. There's uh, some revenge. there's some guys with a, what look to be like halberds or something, and they start poking the cat right. in the in the paw until finally they tag it, and as when it finally withdraws the hand, 
these guys who are on the opposite side of the door from the claw slam it shut and they throw the giant bolt and cross it and you know um, they go back to I think we should negotiate a lower rate due to injury liability is clear here people <laughs> I'm going to uh, use that goes my over exactly almost power. lost your leading man for your role, for your film but now so you look even better I'm going to use what Don't medical science I can to yes. try and stop the bleeding alright go ahead that's going to be a direct pressure I'm going to listen to see if there's any gaping if there's any sucking chest wounds. you've got some you've got uh, what do you call it uh, no I'm vet? good I'm good I've got veterinary and body I've got like an eight in both. So go on and throw me the eight in, um, uh, or actually the seven because it's for it's eight, for, eight uh, for animals. She may recommend that we put you down, but <laughs> three, six, seven, two, three. All right, three successes. All right, um, all right. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to check, but I think what that does is it actually that actually heals you back immediately. Um, one of those hits completely. So, all right. Uh, you are now. You are still looking. Uh, people are just walking. People are back to whatever they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And just faster, there's nobody goes over and says, "Are you okay?" Nobody does that. Everyone just goes back to whatever they're doing once they get the Let's door stop shut. Stop bleeding. Say, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can stitch him up. You can always rely on me to take an interest. <laughs> I will. Um, I can stitch you back cool. up. You, that is part. That's why he got the hit point. That's back. why I got the hit. Yeah, yeah, So when you heal, it'll you'll be. Do fine. they have a hospital or a medical center of some sort? Uh you can go see Doc. You know, uh, you know, Doc Painless. He's you know, blah blah blah. He's in the street of the of uh, uh, the opium eaters. It's over that way. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's go there. Um, uh, I could use it. Go ahead and give me opium. a perception roll from everybody who's, you know. Perceptive? Yeah, I don't need that <laughs> any perception, so please give me a perception roll. Two successes. Five, two I'm successes. Two Five. successes. All right. Um, uh, you are probably, you're the person who notices it first, but uh, here's the bad news, or here's the uncomfortable news. Um, there appears to be, as you guys are leaving, there appears to be uh, a fair amount of money changing hands between the guards on the wall. <laughs> they were betting. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to be doing tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> if you have anything to say about it, we're setting the device to attract saber-tooth tigers, and we're putting in one of their pants. That's, that's what we're doing. Saying when the new sheriff rides into town, it's going to be an accounting. Uh, Excuse me, what are your names? <laughs> could I, I need you for a list. And your badge numbers. We're doing a census. I'm going to customer service and complaining about you. We're doing a census of Middle Earth. I mean, Hollow Earth. Middle. Middle Earth. I, I would point out that For there's... God's sakes, the greeters at Walmart do a better job of keeping out saber-toothed tigers. Uh, I will point out that there are... There... Walmart. <laughs> there aren't any orcs but uh, on the wall, but there are a couple of guys who probably could have played orcs. <laughs> if... Let's uh, just head on over to Opium Eater Street and find old Doc Painless. All right. You guys are actually in a... It, it's actual... Stone streets. It's actually okay. should we confer? Should we uh, confer below our voices with uh, Pirate King and find out what we what to do? Should we just hand over Doc Painless and work from there? And he says. Uh, he, he says I wouldn't go to that guy. He's a he, it's, he's in the street of the opium eaters for a reason. 
Well, um, no one's going to give you a, a good advice in this town unless you pay them. All right. So, uh, asking for free advice gets you bad advice. Do you have any friends here at all? Well, let's go see who's dead and who's alive. Shall we? Um, yes. Shopping montage. Well, <laughs> there's that. The, um, I do the, love a good shopping montage. That you do. Do, 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 do. Alright, first place he takes you guys da, 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 is. Huh, okay. Uh, Eliza's Grog House. Um, uh, this is a. They, you, know, you guys wander the streets, and it is um, definitely welcome back to the. to somebody's sort of romantic idea of what Port Royal must have looked like, you know? Yeah. Um, Alright, the, the Pirates has, of the Caribbean. The city has got to be... There's got to be... Thou- there's thousands of people here. Probably going into the... Maybe 20 or 30? I mean, it's a huge... Bow, by the way. Oh, um, Those little doughy things with meat shoved in the middle. Oh, no, I'm fine. Can I get some ice water? Uh, put it in the steamer, then freeze it. <laughs> the uh, the city is, uh, again, it's an open sewer, obviously, but uh, or it smells like one. But there's actually things like, I mean, you're no, I, there are sewers. I mean, you step over them in the street. That there are, But there are sewers. Yeah. Yeah, uh, good. Okay. Thank you, uh, so that's kind of a plus. Um, and everything slopes down into the bay, and you can imagine what the actual docks smell like as all the effluvia yep. from the town ends up there. And it's everything, all the garbage, all the wastewater, all the soap water, everything, you know, goes out into these, uh, uh, goes out and goes down to the street. There's, um... And people think we're polluting our oceans. Uh, there's, well, that's the funny thing about the past, you know, when you look at, like, visions of the future from, like, 1900... And what's the future going to look like? They have this idea that the future is going to be super clean. You know, it's all going to be yeah. these spotlessly clean futures. And we've actually achieved that compared to what it was in 1860 or 1890 or 1910. It is a spotless, spanking clean future compared to the giant piles of horse shit and the coating of coal dust on every single surface. You know, we're we're there, and this place would be the opposite. We're yeah. getting cleaner all the time. Uh, this place has got you know, you guys smell constant cook fires. Um, there's, uh, 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 you know, uh, there's there's uh, it, it is a you know there's there's constant motion and constant uh, 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 trade going on here. Um, there's you know everything from you know you're seeing everything from. Uh, 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 kids killing rats for the bounty uh, to um, uh, uh, guys who are uh, uh, selling food door to door in the street rather than you know you hike to the butchers or whatever they're coming door to door with the freshly killed thing and you know all right making the purchase right there um, there are lots and lots of temporary shelter because people come into the port they get off the boat they stay somewhere. For until their money runs out, then they get on another ship and go off and do more work. So there's not there's actually more multi dwelling you know sort of inns, um, hostels, things like that than there are homes. But homes are a matter of uh, everything's a matter of big walls with 
everything turned inward, you know, to a compound, uh, like, again, uh, a medieval city. Um, there are, the only things that are open to the street are, are shops, right? Um, personal dwellings is just like, there's, the do- there's like a door and a wall, you know. Uh, only ice water for me if, it, if the opportunity comes up for more ice water. Um, I do have water, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the opportunity comes up. The, uh, I'll dig a well. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make me some perception rolls as well. You're in a city. I'm going, ow. You're like, ow, oh, look. You know, ooh. Two. Uh, oh. Oops. Two? Uh, One. One? That's okay. a terrible roll. Zero. I see Funny. nothing. All right. Uh, two. Uh, it's interesting that the the uh, zoologist gets this. At some point, walking down the street, uh, heading the other direction, you are absolutely positive that you are passed by what appears to be a Neanderthal wearing um, breeches, shoes, um, uh, carrying a forged weapon, a forged sword. Uh, All right, and, then. And a flintlock pistol stuffed in his belt. Um, Nothing more... surprises me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, uh, it, it absolutely looked, had the brow ridges and the big long nose and the, you know, the whole nine yard, the, the, the bow legs and the squat gait. It's either, All it's right. either, it's I either, I just monk, saw Neanderthal. It's either Monk from uh, 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 Doc Savage or it's a Neanderthal. Um, the, uh, 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 there are children. You're not not seeing children in this environment. There are plenty of kids in the streets. Uh, there's uh, plenty of urchining. Um, there's plenty of... Uh, the, 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 there doesn't appear to be... Uh, you're not getting any begging. Um, you're not getting people coming up and saying, you spare me a copper. You, that, that does not exist. No beggars. Um, uh... Must have a good economic system here. Uh, yeah, you saw the stakes out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, ouch. The uh, environment um, again. Uh, you are so you're, you're you're surrounded by people for the first time. Uh, this place has been this this world has been very much a giant space. empty space <laughs> for the most robot. part. Uh, even the Amazon fortress wasn't really a town. It was just uh, a, right, a military just a base military there were a bunch of stuff built into it to support the population just at, you know, uh, just for that purpose. But this is actually a real life economic, um, a real life community. Uh, you guys get to an area that is sort of like, I guess, <laughs> Blood Bay's version of Glitter Gulch. Um there's uh, no raucous nightlife because there's no night. So it's just raucous. Mm. Oh. And you get to a point where, you know, um, uh, it gets a little more, you know, you're finally getting to these grog houses and inns and, uh, and uh, sailors' houses and um, uh, cat houses and whatnot and places of prostitution, and it gets a little bit rougher. Um, you certainly see fights that spill out into the street with people uh, busting each other, and there does seem to be there does seem to be a bit of yeah uh, uh, there does seem to be a kind of constabulary. There's um, uh, these guys that uh, Flint will point out whose uh, essential um, uh, uh, badge 
is um, a um, uh, a belt um, which has this uh, sort of um, uh, orichalcum uh, buckle on the end of it that they've got around their waist that holds, you know, that uh, the buckle is um, uh, basically a uh, sort of uh, shield-shaped logo on it. And uh, these guys carry, these guys are carrying, um, you know, off, uh, the, everybody's as armed as they want to be. The constabulary uh, is definitely armed with a couple of different levels of response from, you know, flintlock pistols to uh, swords to um, uh, what looks to be uh, leather leather saps or leather clubs and uh, and things like that, or, or a knout. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Some of the stuff that they've, they've got for crowd control looks like knotted whips, you know, these big... Uh, and um, perhaps the knout is the closest thing to a real badge because nobody else is carrying these 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 big knotted uh, leather ropes around made of you know dinosaur leather. Um, but they don't intervene in the fistfights. I mean, you see people you know spill out of a tavern and punching the shit out of each other, and the uh, uh, all the constabulary seems to do is keep an eyeball on it. Um, you know, then there's another fight where some guys spill out into the street and somebody pulls a knife and then one of the constables just shoots him. There's not like a put the knife down. You know, boom, somebody's shot in the street and they're like, well, get him out of here. You know, the, nobody shows up to drag him off. His buddies do it or he lays there in the street. Um, but, uh, as you know, um, All right. uh, the response of shooting the armed guy is essentially let that be a lesson to you, you know. And uh, the guy with the gunshot wound is, you know, dragged off by his, you know, uh, compatriots who look fairly sullen and annoyed that their friend is shot, but don't don't pull their weapons right. in response to it. You eventually get to Eliza's Grog House, and it is a very large establishment. It is a combination of all your sins in one place. Um, if there's gambling, there's uh, alcohol. Uh, there's uh, opium. There's the scent of uh, opium wafting out of this place. Um, there's prostitution, um, and uh, it's um, you know it's uh, uh, essentially a uh, because um, you know uh, light being what it is, it's always there. Um, a lot of the buildings around here have big giant windows on the second floors. Uh, they have big open atriums in the middle, and that's kind of what Eliza's is. Mm-hmm. You walk through the front doors, you know, and there's a, there's there's signs up, you know, it's like you know, that, that essentially describe you know what will happen to anyone who you know um, breaks the furniture, uh, uh, damages the merchandise, refuses to pay for their drink they drank, you know. Um, there's like a pile of fingers or something at the door, you know, and a small uh, basket for, you know, uh, those who've broken the rules. Um, I will note that uh, the fingers in the bowl are all quite old and rotten uh, and are not, um, not, there do not appear to be any freshly cut fingers in here. Um, but there's a big list of don'ts. They're the ones you'd expect. Don't break the furniture. Don't break the glasses. Don't damage, you know, pay for your drinks. Uh, don't damage the um, prostitutes. Um, don't cheat at cards. Um, and you know, just everything you'd expect from an establishment like this. There's no weird rules like, and no using the word that. 
We hate that word. Oh my god! Now I've lost another finger. Me. Uh, so there's nothing going on like there's nothing going on in that department, but there is. Uh, it's it is exactly what you expect. There's music um, produced by any number of non-electric uh, instruments. Uh, perhaps the uh, uh, perhaps the accordions are made out of bladders from smilodons or something sure. exotic like that. But uh, yep, there's everything you expect. There's music. There's um, uh, uh, I don't know if you'd call it. All right. Uh, so live what? entertainment of all kinds, and um, it's all built around this big, sort of three-story atrium, right? Where there's a ground floor with uh, the you know the sort of the main bar and right. entertainment stage, and then there's two floors up, uh, which has these balconies for looking down over the thing, and there's bars on every floor. And um, uh, well, that's sort of the that's sort of the shape of the place. Um, All right, Flint. And he says, "All right." I was like, uh, "Let's." Uh, he says, "Tell you what, uh, I'm going to sit over here like this, and you're going to go ask for Eliza." Okay. Let's just find out what's happened to Eliza, and if Eliza's uh, above dirt, then that's a good start. If we if I start asking for Eliza, and it turns out, you know. Right, right, right. I'll go see. I will go up to the barkeep, and I'll say, "Is Eliza around today?" And your follow-up question when she says, "Yes, she's right here." <laughs> Captain doesn't give us a lot of like marching uh, orders. Go and talk to this guy. Hello, hello. What can I do for you? Well, <laughs> um, you get to the. Um, there's a big bar that's. Uh, you know, you start asking around, and um, I'll ask a male barkeep if Eliza's around. Um, well, uh, if you ask a male barkeep if Eliza's around, uh, uh, he, his response is, "Why? Yes, she's right there." He points over the bar, and there's this uh, giant gilt frame. Of course, there is of a naked lady. Of a naked lady. Reclining appropriately, um, you know, spilling all over a divan. Uh, an odalisque. What, what, what's, what's an odalisque? It's a naked lady sprawling all over a divan. Yeah, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that just the, the, the concept, the whole style yeah, of painting is an odalisque? Yeah. And they're usually a courtesan type? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's clearly not wearing enough clothing to be a nun. I'm just <laughs> way out of the wimple. Um, but, yeah... He says, well, she's in the bar every night, uh, but I presume you're talking about the uh, actual owner there, then, aren't you? Yes. Uh, he says, um, um, she's not in yet. She'll be in later. Um, back at her, uh, she's back in her, her quarters. Uh, not to be disturbed. Hang out and she'll come out. I'll direct her over to you. She's going to want to know when somebody asks for her. Of course, what is your business? I'm a woman who's fallen upon hard times, and I heard there might be work to be had. Wow, we're taking that route. I don't know. I thought we were just going to patch up our friend here, but... Uh, He's like... Uh, you a little coin first. He's like... I'm not one to judge, and hey, we paid too much at the door. we got to make it up somehow. He's like, well, you don't have to talk to Eliza about that. I'm sure I can provide you with all the information you need. Now, we're going to need a sample. I'm only speaking to Eliza about this. <laughs> well, she was a friend to my mother. Was she? And who was your mother? 
That's for Eliza to know. Uh-huh. All right. Where do I Fine. get that southern accent? He says, why don't you, uh, you know, you, know uh, you, can't be, you can't stand around, so about those hard times you're falling on, you got enough for a price for a, a mug of ale? Sure. All right, then. Just, then now you can stand around. In fact, that's basically everybody's deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, hey, no, that no, looks no. like it hurts, buddy. Ha, ha, ha. There's a couple of those that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and you shoot him in the crotch. We're, we're going to give him a bit of oracalcum. I'm going to buy drinks for everybody. And we're going to nurse those babies. You hand him the oracalcum and he's like, uh, I mean, we give him like what, like an eighth or a little yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I guess you're staying here for a while then. Um, I guess my times aren't as hard as I thought. Yeah, all right. Uh, you know, you guys are shown a uh, appropriately awesome corner table, or if you'd prefer, a pile of pillows that a bunch of you know slimy sailors have sweated on for the last. No, no. you'd like a you'd table. like a table. We'd like, we'd, we'd like a we'd like a table, this, please. If someone comes over and touches me again, I'm shooting them with the sonic pistol because <laughs> no one will fucking know what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. just, one of his bones will just break inside. <laughs> oh! I'm quick. I'm quick that way. He didn't even see me move. <laughs> Take that. Oh. All right. Aha. So um. Uh, yeah, you're... Insist you punctuate it with. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, ow, ow. So much for having fallen upon hard times. So, uh, at some point, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, tankards of ale are passed around. Uh, uh, again, always drink the alcohol-infused liquid because the... Yeah, because it'll kill off the worms. Because this stuff, well, I'm sure it was reasonably okay when it went in the gate under the wall, yeah. but after that, on its way to the yeah. ocean, it no, no, never went gonna... downstream I from the that monkey through, city. From a monkey city. Or, this is a monkey this city. This is clearly a monkey city, yeah. <laughs> I put that through a Brita. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd be safer off filtering the water in uh, Blood Bay through your bladder. I think it would probably come out cleaner. Um, it's a fresh Brita, even. I'm not. You're, I'm sure your Brita's fine, sir. All right. It sucks. So well, we're going There's not a lot of smoke. There's not a lot of typical oil lamps for, you know, well, for, for mood. Why, why would we need that? It's not because dark. It's, yeah. Instead, what you've got is just huge windows that are open, and then, you know, there's lots of air moving through this thing, which is good, because it... I suppose it gets the stink gross. out, but it brings new stinks. It brings stink in, in new stinks, yeah. If there's anything burning, it's probably incense. There is incense burning to make the place smell better, you know? Yeah, right. So if there's smoke in here, it's from that. It's not from stinky, sweaty oil lamps and things like that. It's from the cigarettes that Dead Eye's smoking right now. Well, they're, I'm sure Dead Eye is smoking a cigarette. Now music. that we're sitting a lot down, of the bars is there any. I'm looking at him going, you still have smokes? <laughs> <laughs> So um, we're, uh... God, how many people we're gonna hang out. into the Hollow Earth at midnight? I'm gonna see if there's anything else I can do about his wounds. Withdrawal. Right. Go ahead and give me another medicine roll, then. Because I doubt there's a lot of tobacco Eight. farmers in the Hollow Earth. Three. No. Oh, no. I don't know what staples we would find in here. Yeah. But how many people went through with... I mean, a ship comes through Three. maybe with tobacco okay. seed at some point. Um, I think they do have it. At this point, you know, you're like, I'm getting... I'm uh, medicating you again. I was gonna say she orders. Um, You're not medicating me. No, she, I'm uh, still working on your veteran, my veterinary skills. She she, uh, she orders uh, the, the, the highest uh, uh, proof booze in the place, and you know. Oh, you are not gonna like this, my friend. <laughs> and it, it doesn't go in. It doesn't go in there. It just goes all over. Oh. 
Like, yeah. Now, I'm sorry. I know this really hurts, but it's the only way we can make sure you don't get a terrible infection. Now we're going to cauterize them with a torch. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. We're going to heat up one of these bayonets in the fire. <laughs> I have noticed we heal unusually well in, in Hollow Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> once, I get, once I get to work on it, like that. <laughs> Yeah, that part about infection. Um, and and Flint's like, oh, you don't really have to do that. But okay, he did make an amusing noise when you put it on his chest, I suppose. You, you, you have a lovely singing voice. Thank you. Sorry. Um, we don't get infections in the Hollow Earth. Sorry. Didn't you read the manual? Um, so no. as the... Uh, as, as Didn't you hear the Nazis? As time goes by... Uh, and uh, nobody comes out and sings as time goes by, thank goodness. But um, uh, you do hear... Some funny brass. I will point out that there's a lot of... There is music being played, and, and the weird thing is you're hearing things that are... Um, uh, you know, there's music that comes out that sounds, that, that, that sounds like something that you would hear uh, in, in a, uh, you know, uh, in a, a Chinese sing-song shop with uh, somebody... Uh, letting loose of those high keening notes of uh, you know bingo we just saw that on yeah, 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 in fact yeah. we just got a dose of that on food yeah. um, there's uh, uh, the music comes from all over the place there's there's stuff that you just do not recognize there's um, uh, stuff that sounds like it uh, might have been almost like a, a, a you know there are your 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 shanties and your Irish folk music um, uh, there's, uh, it's this bizarre mix of, uh, just this, this complete hodgepodge of, of different cultures and time periods all ground up in this place. Abba. Uh, including, no Abba, but I, you know, it would not be impossible for something that, uh, you know, from, for, for something from... Our world. Uh, your known world to show up, like, I don't know, um, fuck it. Uh, you hear somebody, at some point, the band plays Dixie. All right. We recognize in, that. As in, yeah. look away, look away, look away down south in Dixie. Look away, look yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's either that or smells like teen spirit. But uh, Give me a perception roll. <laughs> everyone? Yeah, everyone. Two. Three. Two. It's the alcohol. Three. Three. It really vibrated the senses. Um, yeah, uh, when the, you know, when the, 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 when the band plays Dixie, a group of people sing Dixie, and you do spot. His a group lyrics of, are not going to be right. You, you do spot a group of guys who are wearing. They are wearing far more modern clothes than just about everybody else in here, um, and um, they're uh, they're wearing pistols in holsters. Most uh, there's not much in the way of holsters. For flintlocks, they're usually jammed in belts, although there are a couple of uh, sort of slings and things that people carry carry flintlock pistols in. They're just these sort of leather tubes. But you're seeing guys uh, at a table wearing frickin' pants and boots and shirts with uh, belted revolvers. Blue or gray? Uh, well, they are singing Dixie. I head over there. Hello! It's gray, right? Yeah. They're, they're singing Dixie, but they don't look... You're singing Dixie, but from where you're sitting, these guys look like, geez, I guess the, they look mixed race. 
the term for the 1930s might be they look mulatto. They look uh, like... Um, Quadroon! Yeah, something like that. They, they don't look um, like Sons of the South. They look like um, uh, light-skinned, uh, light-skinned African-Americans. Interesting. Well, glad they made it out. Um, so the Underground Railroad went a little deeper than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's that left turn at Albuquerque. It always... Um, so but anyways, um, there's a, so there's a, like there's a table full of those guys. Um, at, uh, is there anything you want to do before uh, Eliza turns up? I would like to go chat with the gents who are singing Dixie. Okay. Um, how do you introduce yourself? Again, it's like a group of uh, like let's say six guys. Um, they're wearing what looks like uh, clothes that are made out of uh, cotton fiber rather than, you know, mm-hmm. uh, leathers or, or things like that. Anything we'd see on the street, basically, when we were at home? Uh, no. Um, it's still antiquated. Oh. Um, you know, there's, um, there's no metal buttons. Okay. There's no snaps. They don't have zippers. Uh, none of them are wearing... The ones that are wearing belts, they're gun belts. They don't have belts like this. They have suspenders. Yeah, suspend- okay. You know, um... Uh, but again, these guys are all—they um, all look like—they uh, all look mixed race. They don't—they do not look—they uh, clearly do not look like um, your 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 expected son of the South in the sky of Virginia. Um, uh, hello, I wander over and hello, gentlemen. And they they look at you and they say, you know, it's like, and they say, to whom do we have? And and with a very pronounced southern accent. Uh, the the guy goes says, uh, "To whom do we have the pleasure of being addressed?" I'm Kenton Knight, action hero extraordinaire in the movies. The what? The what? The moving. The pictures. movies. They don't know what uh, that is. They had moving pictures. Mm. Barely. I mean, they might have a not that people actually had seen. That that thing you hand crank, all the pictures move by really fast. I think, but that maybe if I went to New York, the movies. <laughs> so I'm New afraid York you have City. me at a uh, bit of a uh, uh, at a loss there. I'm not quite sure what you mean by movies and um, hero. That's quite a bold statement. Ah, well. Certainly. What exactly have you no. done that's so 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 <laughs> so heroic? Um, he saved my life. Hey, <laughs> see this? I saved my friend's life on the way into this fair city. Is the latest heroic deed that I have done. That is a hell of a scratch you got there, son. Um, yeah, I have fought the women of the Amazonian tribe. We have taken on the. Dreaded uh, man apes. The dreaded man apes of Vimeria. Sure. <laughs> we have conquered the new land of New Vidmir. Just go after I'm not sure I've heard of any of these places, but you tell a good story. So, what the hell? Uh, have a drink. Sit down. Oh. I take it. I take it you're from Topside. Uh, from New York. Yes. Oh. New York. New York City. Did you have to give that information? Never mind. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, but we will have to take our leave of you. 
and they turn their backs on Yankee. All right. I'm going to use my streetwise. Yes. And um, I'm going to basically drink and gossip with the locals. All right. Do your best to carouse. I'm going to carouse. I'm not going to use my larceny. Yes. I'm just saying, because I like my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I'm going to try to find out who the power players are in the city, as in, like, are there guilds, are there clans... Who essentially do we need to make friends with in order to to get the small force that we need to overthrow the? Well, if you start sm- sniffing around the politics of this place, um, the first thing you're going to find out is that yep, uh, there have been some, there have been a number of changes in Blood Bay since uh, the time of uh, William Flint. Um, for one thing, the prohibition against slavery has been removed. Hmm. Um. And what do y'all think about that? Uh, takes jobs away from free men is what it does. It just it means the rich folks don't y'all. You know, just makes the rich richer and the poor poor. Mm. Uh, the general attitude is that they're unhappy. Most people are unhappy with it because again, it just robs. It's just you know, now you can't charge for your labor because somebody can get it cheaper, uh, either renting it from someone who's a slave owner or owning slaves. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, that's put people out of work on the on the on the docks unloading ships. You know the um, stevedores puts them out. Um, How's yeah. this new fellow managed to hang on? Well, um, he sure is well armed. the uh, The basic noise is that um, uh, he and his men turned up uh, with um, uh, a bunch of. Uh, Newfangled weapons, and it's not just that they had newfangled weapons. Everyone's seen a newfangled weapon now and again. But they sure as heck, number one, knew how to use them, and number two, uh, seemed to have no end of ammunition. Um, the, uh, 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 the, they had these uh, guns that uh, didn't need to be reloaded and could shoot a whole lot and still not need to be reloaded. Um, that's, that's a real deciding factor. Now, there was no, you know, there was no violent takeover. There wasn't like these guys stormed in and shot the place up. Yeah. But yeah. they, they came in, uh, with a promise of better everything. Uh, like, you know, again, uh, the tariffs that all, everybody who does business in here had to pay a kickback or a kick up, you know, to, uh, both the, uh, to the governor to run the place and, um, to the, uh, to Flint, uh, to maintain, to pay his own, you know, it's where he paid his own gang of thugs and purchased his own ships and equipment out of. Uh, everyone was working to support Flint, and it, uh, some people didn't want to pay their fees anymore. So they thought this is a great deal because, um, uh, what did I say? His name was Culligan. Uh, yeah. Uh, Robert Culligan says, well, we're not going to have any of that anymore. We're not going to, you know, we're going to you know, cut all that out. And um, uh, that. Uh, you know that was the deal at first, and uh, everyone signed on for it, and uh, the you know uh, that put uh, Culligan in the um, in the governor's palace. But uh, then, once uh, all of uh, uh, Flint's guys either were run out of town or killed or switched sides, um, then things started to change. That's when the weapons came out. Um, then it was all about well, we've had a slight change. Of heart about that, you know, policy with the the 
um, uh, the lowering the fees, we're going to bring those back. Oh, wait, and they're bigger than before. Uh, plus, uh, there's some been some uh, unfortunate uh, sort of, how do I put this, um, various enterprises in the city, various um, uh, uh, profitable enterprises in the city, um, have not had to pay fees, but have instead just been flat out taken over, where people who are Culligan's bestest buddies, the people who he is closest to, suddenly your grog shop is their grog shop, or your garbage collection concession is theirs now. Um, rather than, you know, and, and the fees are, fees and, 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 and uh, these levies are uh, aimed primarily against the people who are on the outs with the regime. So, it's, uh, it's, it's, gotten, instead of everybody suffering, it's just everybody that Culligan doesn't like is suffering. And honestly, that started off as a minority um, at first. It was just like old Flint uh, people or folks who had uh, not picked a side, and so because they didn't pick a side, they've been, you know, designated an actual enemy now. But uh, it's been spreading, and the result is is that uh, some people, you know, and then the last straw was uh, they, uh, they changed the prohibition against slavery in the city. Um, and uh, it was a big deal that labor, all labor was free labor, um, that everyone negotiated the worth of their, the worth of their labor and what they contributed and what it was worth. Um, by bringing in slavery, uh, the, the result is concentration of wealth in fewer and fewer hands in the city. Um, and, uh, this, and, the, and the addition of slavery hasn't helped. Well, even so, I suppose it's lucky that, uh, that uh, Captain Flint, I think you said, probably lucky he's dead. He'd they will tell you that rolling over his grave to see it. Now everybody says that there's a different story about Captain Flint, uh, eaten by plesiosaurs, raped to death by Amazons, mm. uh, killed in the uh, killed in the arena at uh, in Rome. Mm. Um, you know, uh, sold into slavery to Atlantis. Um, of course, uh, even if he was alive, he'd come back and there he'd find a city with no friends. It's like, well, people, there's some folks who regret the decision they made last year to uh, depose his governor while he was away. And, um, and uh, permit, you know, there's folks who regret that decision. Um, I don't know if Flint ever had any friends. He was a treacherous, lying, you know, um, uh, manipulator. Politicians. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, uh, he certainly... Um, had what he had was allies. Probably lucky that the uh, governor there, that fellow's dead as well. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. He. Oh, that's unusual. You, you learn that it's you know everyone confirms that there's a governor Sarah Briggs. Sarah is, Briggs uh, is another former rest her soul pirate who nope not dead. Um, she's locked up in the governor's. She's she's still uh, technically the governor, mm. um, but she's. Everyone knows that she's really under house arrest, and they won't let her out of the governor's mansion. She's kept as a hostage to keep several of the other factions in line. In fact, there's a fair amount of that. People got uh, people started off getting arrested for various violate trumped up violations, and once they were in custody in the governor's palace, they then became hostages to the various factions who were maybe less than enthusiastic about participating. 
So, yes, it's going well. What with, you know, hostage-taking, uh, expropriations. Um, you know, uh, you'll notice that... Um, they did away with the. They did away with uh, some of the. Once they killed all the fee, they start off by killing all the fees. Then they started killing all the city services. Like they got rid of the. Um, there's actually a home for sailors. They dumped that. Uh, people either had to take people in, or they went over the wall. So where is this uh, governor's mansion? Well, it's not. You know, they're, they're, it's easy to point out. You'll just point out a window, and you'll see that um, it's actually relatively close to the water. Where the biggest business is in town, and the governor's palace really is a goddamn fort. Um, it's a it's a stone fortification inside the walls of the city, sort of like sort of like a citadel inside a medieval castle. Um, and it's uh, it, it, it's it's not a it's not a castle. It is absolutely a fort because it's 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 got that low. It's got the slope walls for 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 because uh, it's it, it was it's like you know like the fort in Saint Augustine or something. Yeah. It's got sloped walls for 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 deflecting artillery shells and it's it's uh, it's like a nineteenth century fortification, not a not a medieval or a Renaissance fortification. Well, you know, I, I just toast everybody and tell them, you know, hey, it's, you buy uh, the drinks. Oh yeah. All right, we'll throw you you're a few you're a few orcalcum. Slivers shorter than you were. Uh, Let's but just not say we're down much. to thirty ounces at this point. <laughs> and uh, you, you might know, be the, down uh, to all thirty ounces. Yes. I just, but well, I make sure to emphasize that you know there's there's I'm no change in the past. Go you just got to uh, you got to toast the future and move on. Yes. You, at no point do you say anything that would be considered treason to the new regime. Nope. Nope. Just figuring out like things are uh, you know, things are the way they are. Okay. Certainly not a threat to anybody nope. that, until we rescue the. <laughs> So, gathering my, my compatriots here, I think our next plan of action is to, um, well, we have several We have several plans. One is to get a message inside the governor's mansion, so we know, bake it into bread or something, to tell the people that we're staging a rescue. Yeah, then, that's a great plan. Then they need to... Didn't you see Grand Hotel Budapest? You just need to send the right pastry and one that the guards would not dare mar with their knives. Yep. Because it was such a work of art. And then we got to contact our factions and say, hey, we're going to write these people out. As soon as we do, there'll be a signal. And that's the signal for them to rise up. Because otherwise the communication problem is too big. So that all we have to do then is penetrate the governor's mansion, break out the hostages, throw up the signal. The city rises. Victory is ours. Nothing can possibly go wrong. I have an alternative plan. Okay. Let's hear it. Um, rather than all the signaling stuff, we just go in shooting and knocking people out. And that's how we do it. Then how do we foment revolution? Well, we would actually rescue the governor. We'd go kill... Um, Culligan. That Culligan man. And then we... Hey, Culligan uh, man! <laughs> and then uh, that's pretty much... Kind of over at that point. Then we just say, look, here's William Flint. And he would know the best way to sort of talk to the various organs to get the message out. Um, but I think the more that we try to sort of like finesse. warn people and finesse, we have overwhelming firepower because we can knock people out. Except for there is that problem where they run up to you to stab you with their cutlass and then they fall over. Yeah, That's a problem? Well, I mean, for them. 
Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, as long as the device is functioning, uh, and you know, I'm. Yeah. It really does sound like they have machine guns, though. Well, yes, but they can't use them when they're unconscious. And the problem is, who if they knew what our device did, it might like get from a window and shoot us. But like, you normally just think, oh, there's somebody. I'm going to go up to them and capture them. Oh, I fell unconscious. So where did I figure out where Culligan lives or resides? Uh, he is definitely occupying. The governor's palace. Oh, good. So everybody's in the same place. This works out well for the whole, you know, final scene of. Mm -hmm. We just we've got to figure out if there's a party or something (laughs) that we can infiltrate. Well, if this was if this was any if this was any spy TV series made uh, since the turn of the century, yes, there would automatically be a masquerade party, uh, some sort of uh, some sort of club, Garlic Pimpernel again, or, yeah. or uh, there'd be a there'd be some Euro trash, you know, dance club or a party, and then Jennifer Garner would wear something with a wig and just you know and kick someone in the face. I get that. I get that. That would be uh, option two. We asked the captain if there are any tunnels into the uh, fortress. Well, I don't necessarily think should, we need to answer the fortress. Do we? Boom! Tunnels into the fort. Yeah, we do. We want to kill kill the guy. Yeah, yeah, there. You're right. Sarah out. If there's not a party, there's a tunnel. Well, he says. He says, "Oh, there's tunnels. They're probably well guarded." But let's talk some more about the. You know, he you he did not go down on the ground with you guys when you went into that. Uh, went into the. Uh, Temple slash power station, uh, so he never really, you know, he never really quite saw how the devices worked close up. But he well, was he at least observant it. enough to see that when you put the big cylindrical hum drive down thing down, none of the animals would come near it. And right. Well, seemed, he knows we made him wear earplugs walking through the jungle, and that nothing came near us. That's so, because like, we were whispering secrets. Uh, my, his question is like, you know, as long as you explain to him that we can dial this up from annoyance to to pass out, out. yeah, to pass out. What time is it? Five thirty. Well, your he says your your mad science is impressive. Um, getting into the palace and uh, freeing Briggs uh, certainly is a good first step, but I think you're going to need to expand that. We're going to need to free all the hostages. Once the hostages are freed, anyone who's got a beef with Culligan is going to go right after. Can go right after him. This is right. my plan. Um, <laughs> and the hostages are supposedly in the same place yeah. because of the fort. So yeah. let's do it's that. Got, it's got dungeons. You don't think I was going to build this thing and not put uh, dungeons. You know, dungeons in it? And by the way, on the subject of tunnels, there are tunnels that I put in that I hope no one knows but me. But that's no guarantee they haven't found them in the years since I've been gone. Right. And at just the right moment, out of the sun will come blazing, you know. Firing its weapons, our ship. So, or at least, or at least not blazing bottles over the side. <laughs> at least announcing things. Oh yeah, it's like a play-by-play play, from God. Like you know, I'm There's sure I can draw you a map to the tunnels. You can find your way around down there. No, you really can't. No. As much as I would like to be in the blimp, saying, booming my voice over the whole. It is city. not a blimp. It is an airship. Sorry. Your sky galleon. Thank you. As much as I'd like to do that, if only there was some way to record my voice and then play it back at a later time. With perhaps some musical (laughs) sound effects behind it. (laughs) We don't have an editing bay in this airship. Then how are we doing the double-bladed adventure hour? We're doing it live. Oh my god. We can cut 
literally cut and paste things. <laughs> Tape. I say we go in those I'm tunnels. I'm recommending that you continue to conspire. We knock out those on. guards. We could actually use my production skill for once, which I don't know why I chose production skill, but we could actually produce a revolution-inspiring... By the way, I've got bureaucracy if that ever comes up. <laughs> yes. So all right, we, this all feels right. like a great time All right, Miss Riefenstahl. Propaganda and performance. This is what we'll make. Rise up, people, rise up. I just wish I trusted the pirate captain. Well, he can't be trusted, but he's what we've got. He's like Noriega. It is he true that he cannot bitch, be trusted in the long run, but he can certainly be trusted until we put him on the throne. Well, sure. Is Maybe there actually a throne? Five seconds Probably not. That. Plus, we, we've got to get some hydrogen anyway. So we really don't have another option. Well, you're right. When, when you're right, you're right. And of course, right. you know, if this was Star Trek, we would just destroy the, you know, utopia machine and then tell them they have to live their own destiny. I, I need to do some work. Because that ship needs to have some weapons. <laughs> so, we I don't think we're going to be allowed to keep that ship for very much longer. Some sonic bombardment. You, you do not have that thought. Keep How dare going. you, sir? That ship is what I'm going to die on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're off the ship now. That's what's important. So we need to like. Which means you can't die. We need to. Congratulations! You're now you're now bulletproof. <laughs> we should, All right, because you know you, you see it in the movies yeah. and they always have this thing. So we need to foment revolution. All right. At some point, we'll put these in order. We need to uh, infiltrate the palace. We need to uh, free the hostages. And either running, jumping, shooting bits, I'm good for. We need to neutralize uh, Culligan. I'm hoping that this doesn't mean that the Klingons are the Nazis, because then there's a whole Uh other like subplot that's going on here. We're fine. There's Klingons? <laughs> no, but you know... Apparently he's making analogies to this weird show called Star Trek that none of us, none of us have ever heard of. Well, there's this guy that I've been talking to, and he's... this kid, really, but he's got an idea for... <laughs> Gene. He's a little bit, a little bit <laughs> Little Gene. Little Gene has these ideas. He's going to write some short stories for I'm me. I'm a shorter list than you. Kill guards, kill Culligan. <laughs> <laughs> I like his plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else this, this is why the Swiss control Europe. It's Everything like that. flows from the that. The Swiss Empire, oh wait. Because um, it chooses not to. And something, wow. <laughs> we, we controlled the part we wanted to. The banks and the chocolate clocks were done. All right. Yeah. Um, at some point, you guys are actually... Uh, you guys are over there um, uh, doing your, you know, sort of at, at your table... And what we need now is reconnaissance. Uh, you wouldn't let me bring the monkey. At this point, yeah, well, I was about to say, Eliza does turn up. Or rather, who does turn up? Yeah, we're waiting for Miss Eliza to turn up. Um, uh, At this point, uh, um, uh, you're sitting at your table and, uh, uh, you know, this sort of, I don't know, um, just... Minotaur-sized uh, woman comes over. She's, you know, got Amazon. 
Uh, not Amazonian. She's giant. She's giant. She's like six foot tall, maybe 300 pounds. This answers my entire next series of questions is, you seduce her. (laughs) Um, She's... um, uh, Is she attractive? She's a little... She doesn't look like the picture over the bar so much anymore. She's got to be 50-ish. Um, I'll take one for the team. Cougar. Uh, I believe it's uh, Will Flint's job to take this one for the team. Yeah. He's the one who knows her. All right. Yeah. Uh, she but comes over and is like, and looks at your table. You know, comes over to, to uh, <laughs> Amazon for it, and looks uh, looks the table over. So, because this would be our base of operations. Brian says that. I knew your, and she looks at Flint, mother. <laughs> I'm going to look at Flint. We have a hurt friend. Can yes. we call this episode Overboard? Yes, yeah. like, uh, yes, he is a bit mangled. Perhaps we should take him somewhere where he can be seen to. Yes, exactly. This is I totally am just trying to get Flint scene. to say something. Flint sent me to get this woman. Yeah, and, and well, He's Flint not has to say anything anything out on the floor. Flint just kind of goes. We got to go in the back room. Yeah, we we should take him into the back where we can. We this can. This is uh, where Joan Collins business. takes Kirk and Spock downstairs in the soup kitchen. Yeah. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, not um, city on the edge of forever. The. Uh, uh, you are. In, she says, "Well, why don't you follow me back to my quarters? Uh, I'm sure we can get you all fixed up. Let's you go, and your friends. Let's go." Um, and again, so she she turns around and leads the way. And admittedly, again, uh, she's like six foot tall. She's got this. Yeah, we're not going to start any trouble. This. She's got this wig. Uh, it better be a wig because it's giant. You know, it's like some sort of. It looks like something that 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 might have been fallen off of Marie Antoinette's head when they lopped her. All right. Her head off, um, and she, you know, sweeps this enormous skirt out behind her and and, and heads off and uh, towards. Uh, you know. Uh, Wherever, a private space. Yeah. It doesn't have to uh, be your room. It just has to be a room. Leads you into sort of a sort of a you know a labyrinth of corridors behind there and behind the uh, uh, the facade of this place, and you see kitchens and whatnot back there. And uh, don't look uh, at the whatnot. Up the stairs, and uh, once you once you uh, get into something that looks like personal quarters, um, uh, the. Um, uh, you get into something that looks like her personal quarters, which has got this sort of desk and office space and, you know, uh, this big uh, uh, balcony that looks out over the city with all these open, you know, windows sure, sure. and such up there and, and a, you know, equally uh, fittingly enormous bed uh, up in this space. And um, you guys get into this area and um, uh, uh, Flint's fine. Flint finally goes, you know, now that we're out of ever wealth and close, but he's like, ah, Eliza. All right. I know you've missed me. And she says, and she says, I'm not sure that I've missed you that much. But she didn't punch him. She says, if this cut, if this conversation doesn't go the way I like it, none of these guys are going to miss you. You know, those open windows and, and 
Apparently, out on that balcony was a whole pile of guys. And the pile of guys piled through the doors. And you were now faced with this, fuse, this, this sort of firing squad of gentlemen who, now, granted, she's between you and the firing squad. But she could always move. Yeah. Um, maybe she moves well. Uh, but these guys come piling in, and they're like, So, William, what have you been doing to keep busy? Where are you keeping yourself? And they better be good answers. And I think we're going to have to leave you guys in a cliffhanger as you're staring down the barrels of all these weapons um, whilst uh, the tender negotiations take place. Because... It is 5.44, and we should be wrapping this up. Another another episode should be wrapped, I believe. Yes. Otherwise, uh, we go into a lot more NPCs talking, and that's boring as all get out. You yeah, know, there's no cliffhanger, right? What was that? He just hits a switch. <laughs> so, that's... Yeah, that's more presu- guns! I, I, I presume that like everyone's going... Did everyone keep their earplugs in? I hope they did. Oh my god, wrong! I'm just, <laughs> it doesn't matter if they didn't. I don't care. Yeah, I will exactly. flip that switch. That's a good point. If it's really down to that, you'll it'll be a race to consciousness. Everyone make con rolls. Well, that's first. when I go. I know when I'm. I you know can when put I'm gonna flip your earplugs. So like, oh, what's going on? You can flip. put your earplugs like, in. Well, no, I can do this. I can go. Oh, go down to the ground. Put my earplugs yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Flip the switch. Oh no, this is when Flash <laughs> Gordon is captured by Prince Baron, and he has to. Earn <laughs> Trust. It could be one of those things. You've seen it. That's what all your references should be, not Star Trek. You should just keep referring to Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon. Yeah. You know? Or maybe Invisible Empire or Undersea Kingdom. Either one of those. Yes. <laughs> they're, all, they're all extant in 1936. All right. Well, this is where we make friends with her, not knock her unconscious with a sonic machine. <laughs> That's why you're supposed to seduce her, despite the fact she's a giant. Well... That he said I couldn't. He had a relationship with Quint. Possibly. He said, they said I couldn't. They say you can't seduce the giantess. They say you can't bring a monkey. <laughs> what kind of pulp adventure is this? <laughs> All right, I'm not. You you had suggested that the name of this episode was Overboard. overboard. I'm. Yeah, I think I'm. Agree. I'm willing to go with that as Overboard. That'll be the name of the episode. Be All right. The monkey. All right. That is it for tonight. We just got Yay. three hours and 44 minutes in. And good night. Woo-hoo. Yeah. 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 Woo-hoo.